Welcome to episode 45 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan McGuinness, and joining me on the Midnight Meat Train is my co-host, Jennifer, the dream destroyer, <laughs> Strand. <laughs> Do I toot toot? Yeah. It's more like a... <laughs> Dream Smasher. That's what I wanted to say because you've got that on your Facebook. I That is a, a nickname that I was given to by a customer of mine. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, every week we take one horror movie and cut it to pieces with our internet words. Together we are two people with a love of horror and feel the burn of our obsolete blockbuster slash movie land slash all the other video shops memberships. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. I just want to thank all of our listeners who support us over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Castbox, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and the YouTube. We love you. And if you go over and interact with us on any of those platforms, you get a shout out to the people who do it a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you to Sam Cripps for lending us the DVD of Bunny the Killer Thing, which one day we'll watch. I've watched it, yeah. Um, Bryn Phillips, Eric Chater, Dion Cracknell. Shane, uh, was it McIntyre? Yeah. Is that Shano? Shano. Shano. And thank you to all our mums who like all of our posts that we put up, no but, matter what it is. But never listen to the episodes. They never do. They never do. That's fine. All right. Rolling straight into our fun facts this week. Jen, what is your fun fact? Okay. I have been banned from an Adelaide nightclub for punching a guy in the dick. Oh. Not once, but a couple of times. What, like, as in three consecutive, like, a triple hit? Or was, just, like, once and then you didn't learn and you had to do it again? Yeah. The same much. man. The same man, the yeah. The same dick. Same dick, same man, yeah. I was I was at a Adelaide nightclub with a friend. I hate nightclubs. I hate going out. And when you say nightclub, what, do you, what, what sort of nightclub? Are you talking, like, like heaven? No, I'm talking, like, the London Tavern. Uh, so, that, are they nightclubs? That's more of, like, that's more know. of a... A drink hole. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, on a Saturday night. Um, Not what are they somewhere called? I would they're go. Called, um, they're actually called meat markets. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. So, I don't know if any of you know, big surprise to everyone, I'm a little bit gay. So, places like that, I have no desire to go to, generally, let alone the men that inhabit these places. What if it's a gay nightclub or a club? <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you go to um, LGBT hangouts? I don't. Fair enough. You no. mean you've got basically a wife anyway. Well, That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. My whole house is a gay, gay night. nightclub. <laughs> gay hangout. A glove. Um, but yeah, so I was with a friend who was recently single, wanted to go out for a night and, you know, we went out. This guy just came up to me and he just would not leave me alone and I gave him several warnings. I'm like, if you do, I'm not interested. If you come near me again, I'm literally going to punch you in the dick. And he did and I punched him in the dick. Now, was he tall? He was relatively tall. Did you have to go to one? Did you have to like take a knee to do this? <laughs> <laughs> I had to bend the knee to punch him. No, no. It was... was it an uppercut into the dick? Because I'm intrigued by this story. Because I need to know all the. Because I don't understand how you would like punch a dick without yeah. having to like lower your body or at least take a dick punching position. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I mean, you don't really have to bend too much to punch a dick. So it's just a downward punch. Yeah, pretty much. With all the force of the world's gravity. But rather than like punching down, you kind of swing your arm. And what did he do? Well, you when you punch a dude in the dick, they tend to like... Fall? Go down a little bit. But then they tend to sort of grab you because they're not really happy that you've just punched them in the dick. Oh, so, you gotta, so then you punch them again. So you got to scruffle and then you get kicked out. I got kicked out. Makes sense, yeah. I suppose. You did assault somebody. Well, and so he, but he, he assaulted you. Very topical. He asked for it. Yeah. So, 
What's um, your fun fact? I have never punched anyone in the dick, I don't think. Um, but going on the theme of being banned, I've been black banned from the New York Bar and Grill. I don't think that band is there anymore because of this new management. This Probably. is a long time ago. This is when it was new and it was, mm-hmm. you know, it was basically the NYBG on Thursday nights. Yep. Young and hip Dan McGuinness. No, uh, not. Um, <laughs> for those who don't know what it is, it's basically a restaurant that turns into a cesspool of bloody meat, meat market on... Yep. I don't know if it still does it. I don't think it does. Actually, I don't think it's there anymore. I have no idea. I think idea. it's just a restaurant now. Yeah. Anyhow, um, I, we used to go there because I worked like a, a terrible job. It was shift work and it was, was open on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. But um, we used to get loose and we were always, we got kicked out every time. And eventually we got black banned. And the last thing that broke the camel, camel's back was, I can't remember what we had a name for it. You know, you know your mates making up things. But what you do is you throw a drink onto the dance floor, take off your shirt, and then run and wall walrus mm-hmm. or seal slide <laughs> on your tummy, and you would become a bowling ball, and you would bowl into the people dancing and knock them over. <laughs> um, it had a name I can't remember what it was, but yeah, that was a, that was one of many in, infringements that I did. But that was a, the one that broke the camel's back. Yeah, I became a human bowling ball and got banned from the NYBG. Mm-hmm. I should have written it like that. Yeah. Anyhow, that's my fun fact. That's... I mean, if we want to do band nightclub facts, <laughs> I can keep doing that. Well, I've just got the one. Oh. So I'm generally not a very confrontational person, but yeah. Well, yeah. I used to be party. Party central. Yeah. I've, I've never been party central. If the party's on the couch eating, like, Cheetos, I'm there. Well, that is my party now. Yeah. I'm pretty much Liz Lemon now. We both are. <laughs> I am Liz Lemon. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to our spoiler course. Yes, every week Jennifer and I set ourselves a horror movie to watch and we go through it scene by scene and spoil the fuck out of it. It's a deep dive into glorious gore, hard edits, cheesy acting, directing madness, severed wangs and compound fractures. We haven't had a compound fracture in a while. It has been a while. Definitely didn't in this film coming up. We have a rating system. Um, go. Okay. So, for those of you playing at home, we've got the A, awesome, everybody should watch. B is our beer and chicken wing group movie. F is for fun and dumb. C is a classic that's worth a watch. U is underrated. G, good for its time but is not held up. We've got the J, Jen special. The D, Dan special. We've got a W, which is whatever, so off my radar. We've got the Kesha, a low-budget hot mess. And we have the cream of the crap, the McConaughey. The fucking fucked. Not saying that McConaughey's fucked. It's just the film that he was in was yeah. fucked. And this is watched. now the basis of uh, of how, everything. A- how we rate things. Of life. So, you know. Yeah. The circle of life involves the McConaughey fucking fucked. It's going to come up in, you know, Evan- the next Evangelion movie. I'm sure <laughs> it's in that. That Yeah. What is it? Three, three, three plus one? Yeah. And so just, what, you mean four? Yeah. Yeah. So they're just going to stand there and be like, oh, this is such a McConaughey. No, then McConaughey will just come into it and do his act, <laughs> do his uh, his line from Texas it's Chainsaw like Massacre. Yeah. Mecca McConaughey. Oh my god! How cool would that be? Yeah, that's Shin Shin McConaughey <laughs> coming out. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so the movie we watched this week was Cursed uh, mm-hmm. from two thousand and five. This movie has um, a lineage of fuckeries behind it. Oh my god! Yes. Um, All right. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, lost like, myself. That's, that's the thing. Like You're like, okay, where do I start on this dumpster fire of a mess of a film? Um, so directed by Wes Craven, who we know and love. Yeah. Um, so for those who don't know what Wes Craven did, he did Elm Street. Yes. Scream. Scream. Um, some others. He's done a bunch of other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And there's all those other ones where you go, oh, yeah, it's Wes Craven. Oh, yeah, I like Craven. Like this film. Yeah. 
Um, screenplay by Kevin Williamson, who also did the screenplay for Scream. He did the sp- screenplay for, uh, I think it was, uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer um, as well. And he's done like a bunch of bunch of stuff. Um, it stars basically every famous not teen playing a teen um, in Hollywood at the time. So Portia de Rossi's in it. Maya. Wait, who? Portia. Portia. Which one was she? She was Zelda. She was the the lady who uh, read minds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, Shannon oh, yeah. Elizabeth, who you know from uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Um, Jesse Fuckface Eisenberg. Uh, Milo Ventimiglia, um, the dreamboat from Gilmore Girls and that show that he's currently on at the time. Uh, Christina Ricci, who we... Wednesday. Wednesday Adams and uh, Joshua Jackson. Is that Pacey? That's Pacey. I've just called him Pacey the whole time because I don't know who he is. That's like, fine. Uh, yeah. Also, um, the love of my life, um, who doesn't know it, Judy Greer. Which one's she? She's the main, one of the main ladies. Main ladies? Yes. Yeah. Right. She's the publicist. Oh, the publicist, which I only just called publicist because I don't know if she had a name. Sure either. Anyhow, we'll get into the publicist. What's its budget? Yes. What, what, so what, what dollar signs did they throw into this? Budget information is a little hazy, and <laughs> I'll sort of explain why in a minute. Um, so the budget was between thirty-eight and seventy-five million. That's a lot of millions that they don't know where whether it was there or not. Exactly, and the box office was just shy of thirty million. So this, I'm going to say, is a fail. Yeah, yeah. Like this, oh, they, this is a fail they, on every aspect of failure. Yeah, definitely. So, this film went through, I wouldn't even say directing hell. This film went through the butthole of the Weinstein Company, um, who are the scourge of, you know, cinema. So, basically, uh, there was a script. There was an initial script. There was an initial idea. And I reckon that script, in an alternate timeline... That in the, if that script got made, the original script that Wes and Kevin made yep. together, it would have been a wicked film. Very much so. It would have been good. But anyhow. So this got rewritten so many times. I think Rick Baker was in at one point doing the creature effects for the, the werewolf. Um, they changed so much. There was so many rewrites, so many changes, so many casting dropouts, so many um, people got cut from the film. So Rick Baker has nothing to do with this film at all, but they've put him in the title cards because he's a good draw. Um, There's no remnants of him in this film. Um, So the Weinstein Company decided many times that they were going to change it because they wanted it to be more like this or more like that. In the end, they're like, oh, we basically want it to be Scream but with a werewolf. It's basically what what it is. But... Yeah, for it, and then trying to turn it into that. Uh huh. So this, I think, they took about seven years in total to make this film. So that's seven so, years. Like you know, films shoot for like eight weeks usually. This one, and then like you know, a couple of weeks. So you know, eight, seven years. Yeah. I'm surprised that the actors just didn't look like completely different people by the end. Well, at one point, well, because so many people got cut. So um, Ileana Douglas was in it, Heather Langenkamp, Scott Foley, Omar Epps, Robert Foster, James Brolin, Corey Feldman. They were all in it. They all got cut. Skeet Ulrich was in it, who is the main killer from Scream. He was meant to be in it as a love interest. But when they're like, oh, you want me to be the love interest, but the killer, I've done that. I'm not interested in doing that. Um, so even Judy Greer at one point um, stated, I don't know why the movie got so fucked up. I don't understand it. I thought the script was fine. Honest to God, I didn't get the big deal. Um, I don't know who kept making them fuck with it. 
And she's like, then we shot the movie for like seven years. Um, she's like, I think they said we had four movies worth of footage. It was so fun, but so weird. I don't get it. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah, it just got, it just got destroyed. Yeah. Destroyed by idiots. Yeah. By the bureaucracy of the Weinsteins. Mm. Steinstein? Doesn't matter. Fuckheads. It got Frankenweinstein. Yep, it did. Stein. So they can suck a dick. Anyhow. So. <laughs> what's its synopsis? <laughs> Uh, yes, very good. What's his tagline? Um, so, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Hmm. Yeah. Fitting for this, what happened to this film? No. <laughs> it did not make anyone stronger. A werewolf loose in Los Angeles changes the lives of three young adults who, after being mauled by the beast, learn they must kill their attacker if they hope to change their fate to avoid becoming werewolves too. That bit where it's like they have to kill their attacker, I didn't actually get that bit until the last second of the film oh, really? is what they were doing. Oh. Like, I was like, uh. That's like basic werewolf law though, so. All right. The film. Let's get into it. Sure. It opens. It starts with a ah-woo <laughs> sound effect, like mm-hmm. someone doing an ah-woo wolf sound. I was like, okay, yeah. set if the you, scene. If you didn't realise you were watching a whale film, now you know. Yeah. We get this terrible carnival scene where Bowling for Soup, who are a shit-ass pop-punk band. Oh, is that who it was? That's who it was. I wrote Poor Man's No Effects. Yes. And it looked, the lead singer looked like Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric. Like, yep. As in, like, he looked like a fake man. Yeah. So that was a real band. That's a real band, I yes. I thought they hired, like, you know, urchins. No, to, like, no. Play. <laughs> no, this is a real band. They're a terrible band. And they are butchering a cover of Little Red Riding Hood. And I believe that's a Rolling Stones song. Yeah. Correct right. me if I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, so we're at this carnival. They've set the scene. Carnival. You know, at carnivals, there's like live punk bands playing. That's it. That, it was a punk band as yeah. well. So it was like it was. I use it, that term very loosely. Yeah, it, pop punk. Yeah, pop punk. It was a pop punk band with like fifty something age men like playing in it. Like yeah. you're just like, oh god. Don't get me wrong. Bad religion. I mean, those dudes are like you know in their they're in their olds now mm. and they can still like do all that. Those stuff. Those guys whale. These guys were like Tim and Eric. Yeah. <laughs> like looking yeah. like dudes. No, it was, yep. Yeah. Anyway, um, so two young girls, uh, Shannon, Elizabeth and Maya, they rock up to to get their palms red because why wouldn't you? I thought this was the same girl. The These s- girls in this scene looked exactly the same. I thought they'd just done, t- a t- they were doing a twins thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, they look exactly the same. And they also look like Jessica Alba because it's that time yeah, of it's what around girls that look time. like. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so they, they got the bangs, up. you know. Yeah, yeah, the ter- well, bangs are just terrible. Um, you know, one of them sort of been dumped by a young lad and she wants to know a little bit, uh, like, you know, will he come back into my life? Uh, anyway, the palm reader is played by Portia de Rossi, who's just playing some ditzy kind of, like, mentalist. I don't know. Yeah, um, she's like... She's like a, she does palm readings on the side, but she has actual real powers when she needs them. Yeah, they'll, they'll come into play. Um, she immediately grabs one of the girl's hands and she starts the doom talk. She's like, you she's know. She's like, oh, fuck. She's like, there's blood on your hands. You guys are in danger. Like the, you know, it's, it's the beast you should fear. And they're like, we want to know about our boyfriends. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're just... a fuckhead. <laughs> like, they basically say it and they storm off angry. They're like. That's pretty much, she's like, oh, beware the moon. It feeds in the moonlight. And they're just pretty much like, uh, lay off the crack pipe. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and they, they they leave. So the twins leave. Uh, one of them <laughs> runs off because she's all like pissy that, you know, she didn't turn around and be like, yeah, that boy will realize that he does love you and he will come back and you weren't just a one night thing. No. Um, so she runs off and the other girl goes off after her. Um, are they talking about the guy? Yes. As in the main guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't get that. Because that comes back later on. Oh, does it? Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, so rather than like when you are out with someone, so if you go out with friends, you have usually have a meeting place. Like, oh, if we get separated, I'll meet you by the Ferris wheel. No, no, no. She's just pissed off somewhere. She's ran off. She's running around. Flailing. She's now out of the, the carnival and she's like standing at the edge of the beach because it's, you know. Dude, how much was this biting into the Lost Boys opening? Mm-hmm. If you can remember the Lost Boys opening with the carnival on the beach and, you know, and all that stuff. And I was like, and with the band, like, you know, what music involves showing carnival scenes. I was just like, this is the opening of Lost Boys done through, like, a video filter. Like, it was yeah. so bad. Yeah. Not a, and then not we, a have, we have the girl just yelling out for her friend, Jenny, into yeah. the ocean? Just into the ocean. Because, like, like, why would Jenny be in the ocean? She's not a mermaid. She could be. We don't know. Um, I, anyway, Jenny is nowhere to be seen. And we cut to Hollywood. Why not? Hollywood. Hollywood Hills. The yeah, the hills, the the streets, the people, the we've got crazy new metal over it and it's like It's daytime. Terrible metal. Daytime? Yeah, it's daytime. No? No, It's nighttime. Oh yeah, I can't remember. That's fine. The lights of Hollywood dazzled me. (laughs) So we cut to a girl working in a cinema. It's a wax museum. Is it a wax museum? It looks like a cinema. Yeah, well I wrote a cinema here because it looked like it a looked cinema, like a but cinema. at the time I got to this. My notes are chronological. That's fine. Yeah. So there are a bit. There are like bits in this. Um, my notes. I'll be saying uh, they're the thoughts I had at that time of like you know my guess of what's going to yeah. come up next in the film. Uh, so we kind of kept working in a waxworks. Oh, was that the waxworks that's later on in it? Oh my god, Jesus! <laughs> uh, and she's working behind the what is it the. Uh, Behind the counter. Behind the the ticket booth or whatever, and yeah. a dog rolls in. Yay, dogs. She's like, hey, doggy. <laughs> I love dogs. Come here, pat me. Um, uh, followed by fuckface Eisenberg. Why don't you like Eisenberg? Okay, so Jesse Eisenberg is a huge piece of shit human being. So aside he- from the fact that he has a punchable face, he always has this very smug like, what you're saying to me amuses me because I'm really smart and you're really dumb and beneath perfect me. perfect for when he played in the social network, when he played, um, what's his name? Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Essentially, Jesse Eisenberg plays the same character in everything he is in. He's, he's like the betrodden guy who's smarter than everyone else and well, he's, he's thinks- angry at the world because... As a smart, cool dude, he should be the one on top. Pretty much, but he's just not. He's such a weird human being. But his dick attitude is bringing him down. He does. And, like, he's just, he plays the same character in literally everything and he has a punchable face in literally everything. Why did he get chosen for Lex Luthor? I don't. He is also a notorious asshole outside, like, in the real world. So he's been in interviews where he's just being such a prick to people. Um, So I fucking hate him. Yeah, fair I enough. I have many a rant. So he is fuckface Eisenberg. All right. I don't know much about him apart from the fact he's in he's Lex Luthor. And that's it, really. And he was in that social network. Um, he comes in. It's his dog. Um, he talks to this girl. He's like, you know, he's kind of trying to chat with her. He's a, he's a, 
He's a loser. Yeah, he's like, oh, we go to school together. She's like, really? He's like, yeah. I, sit, I mean, like, fourteen sit behind classes. you in like science, math, English. Yeah, um, anyway, for it, the it, last it's, three it's years. It's just like, yeah, this old chestnut. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, her boyfriend rocks up, who I've just called boyfriend for a long time in the film until I, I guessed his name, which was Bo. Yeah, played by Milo Kerrigan. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the Gilmore Girls' uh, boyfriend. I didn't know that. Yep. I've never seen Gilmore Girls. So that doesn't matter. Uh, he rocks up and he's all like, so straight away they imply him. He's like the jock dick boyfriend. He comes in and he starts repeatedly just gay bashing this dude. And yeah. it's just like. It's hard, like hard gay bashing. And it's like, you know, the F word. I, we can say. No, we can't. I'm no. not even going to say no, it. Like, it's just like, it's such repeated lines of like, what? And I'm not even sure if it was supposed to be funny. Because I, I, I don't know, like, because no. anyhow, he starts just ragging on um, Jimmy. Yep. Uh, who's Jesse Eisenberg. Jimmy, like, you know, you're a, you're saying he's gay and all stuff yep. like that. And, like, and this retort goes on for a while. And I've written in my notes, if I wasn't watching this for this podcast, I would have turned it off at this point. He's even, like, implying that the dog's gay as well. Yeah. And I'm like, look, it's one thing to bash Eisenberg, but you leave that dog alone. But he, has, he just doesn't call, he just doesn't call, uh, What's his name? Jimmy Gay. He yep. also, like, basically, there's a, uh, one of his comments basically pays out the whole gay community, yeah. as in, like, he's not just calling someone gay, he's also saying how bad it is to be called gay. Yeah. Which is just like... <sighs> it is, this scene is super problematic, and... And, I mean, they try yeah. and, like, re- I reckon they, like, re- tried to retcon it later or whatever, but, like... It just didn't work. Well, you know I'm what I mean? curious like, because it's apparently it's streaming on Netflix in America. I'm curious as to whether or not they've cut some of it out because we are now in a society where people are... It's just so face-palmy. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Anyhow, that's it, basically. Yeah. He basically, you know, takes the, the girl and he goes off with the girl and leaves Jimmy standing there with his... And Jimmy walks off with his dog, yeah. pays out that his dog's gay as well. Um... Leave the dog alone. And then, uh, yeah, he just basically walks off and we uh, in a scene where it instills that obviously Jimmy must be one of those losers who gets called gay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, let's uh, drop that. Anyhow, we cut to Ellie, the yep. new character, Christina Ricci. In a power suit. In a power suit. Looking boss. And this was confusing. Like, so, there's no... She's just on... At first I wrote, is she on the set of a movie or something? Like, at, at first there's nothing to show where she was. There's all this wacky, you know, like, stage shit everywhere. Well, I think that's the thing. Like, it's Hollywood. She could be... Exactly. She could be doing... She could be on the set of a film. She could be in a nightclub. She could be at home. Who knows? I just read on the set of a movie or something. She's talking to Jimmy on her phone. Yep. Who is whinging a bunch about... He's like, I'm a teenager. I'm alone. Where are you? Like, you were meant to be here. Basically, like... he mentions that he is her brother out of context as well. Like, yeah. You know when you're talking to your, your brother or your sister and you just go like, hey, I'm your brother. Yeah. What? I'd be like, okay, and hang up. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> so he just says a line that just so, for us to know that they're brother yeah. and sister. So it's very ham. Sets the tone. We're going to rag on this film, eh? Oh, oh yes. Um, so she's a tinsel. It's a nightclub and I'm guessing it was a nightclub for goths possibly. And in comes Joshua Jackson, um, and they start having a conversation. Is that Pacey? That is Pacey. His name's Jake. It is, um, yes. I've written in here to, like, to remind myself. Yep. Pacey, so little chubby cheek Pacey's here. Yes. He's the, he's the main heartthrob. 
Um, so this is his. And he seems to be in charge of this big, yeah, this place. Yeah, this is his nightclub, and he's he's explaining. Um, so we kind of get this feeling that like she's really into him, and he's kind of like, eh, aloof. I've probably had sex with you once or twice, and I'm kind of over it. See, I, didn't, I didn't get that at all. I just got mixed emotions from this guy, the he's, constant yeah, chime, like very mixed emotions. And I've written here my thing. Oh, it's a horror themed restaurant now. Like, <laughs> is, I was would be it? okay with that. No, it wasn't that. It was like meant to be, I think, a nightclub or a museum, something. And then there's like heaps of kissing. Yeah, so he's he's like banging on about oh I won't be at the opening and because she's like oh we can go together and he's like mm, look the I've opening got, to his I've own got, nightclub. Yeah, I've got four days of work to do and the opening's in two days, but like I like you, but I probably won't be there. Kind of, you know, it's yeah. And like, what do you mean? Why but, wouldn't you be at your own thing? It doesn't make any sense. They're trying to make him that he's like aloof and like myster- mysterious, but he just comes across as like inconsistent. Yes. Like, he's acting of, like, what he thinks. And it comes up in the movie Heaps. Yeah. Like, he'll be saying something and it'll cut to her saying something. And the next shot, he'll have a different expression on his face and different tone of everything. And it's just like, oh, man, this is cut together real mm-hmm. weird. Um, so, yeah, no, they, they start kissing. And there's just way too much kissing. Yeah. It's like it's like we kept, they filmed a whole scene like we think we care about watching people kiss. No, I don't. And, and then, then he starts showing off the medieval torture devices and all the... He's, they start making sex jokes at each other. Yeah, and they like, start having I, a walk And then they suddenly like, are fully into each other. And they're like, man, I can't wait to be with you. Mark. Didn't you say you weren't going to be with each other? And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, Ellie goes, starts being the person who's like, something's wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, there's nothing happening. There's like three... Um, this conversation has like three moods in it with no points of like why it changes. And yeah. that happens in the film a lot. It's so much. So he's like walking her around this uh, this pl- location and he's showing off all of these other cool props. So at one point there is a, off in the ba- very background you can see like a Freddy Krueger waxwork, which is a nice little homage. And then a lot of it is the Universal Monsters because obviously when you think werewolf, you do think Wolfman or, you know. Weirdly enough, when you say werewolf to me, the first film that comes to my mind, embarrassingly, is American Werewolf in Paris. Yep. That's fair. <laughs> no, it's that not. Fair. Yeah. I it, mean, it I... It should be like the Monster Squad. It, it should be. Because, oh. you know, nards. Yeah. Um, and he very he makes a very point of saying, oh, look, we've got this sterling silver cane for the 50th anniversary of the Wolfman. So there's like this very like... And, uh, this is a thing that's really important. Okay, that's going to come up later on, obviously. Yeah, but it's so very quickly done that it kind of loses it, it's I think. because the acting is the worst. <laughs> Pacey's acting in this is the worst. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we cut to Ellie and Jimmy and they're driving. Yes. It's a hard cut. They're just together now. She's obviously going to pick him up or some shit. Um, and they're just having this, like, boring sibling conversation. He's laying so much guilt trip on her as well. Like, he's just... It is a boring conversation, but he is being such a manipulative little twat that, you know... You get uh, angry because of him in real life. You just hate him. Because that is... He's just rocked up on set and he's acting like himself. And then all of a sudden, a wolf runs over the car, breaking the windscreen. So you can imagine it's just... Kind of run at them, yeah, and then jumped over the car and run over the car. But as it steps on the windscreen, it it, it does a smash in it. Yeah, they're like, oh fuck shit! They drive into it. They, they you know, they swerve. They, I was just, <laughs> my voice didn't work. 
Let's get drifted. into like, an oncoming car or some shit. The other car, which I couldn't work out which car fell off the road. I thought it was no, them. No, the, yeah, at one point I'm like, oh shit, they they fell off. They fell off the road. Wait, no, that wasn't them. Okay, so it was the other car that went. Yeah, so they knock another car down. off, and that bowls down the Hollywood Hills, uh, ass over tip. Which, if you if you re- recall, it goes for a while. It's like do 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 crash, but then when Ellie goes down. It takes her like two seconds to get down. Yeah, well, you know, the magic of film. It's true. Uh, don't worry, guys. The dog is okay in all of this. I uh, just like to report. That's when I realized that they, they weren't the ones that rolled on. Hang on, why is the dog just still sitting? Oh, oh that wasn't them. Yeah, I'm like, them. oh, that wasn't them. But the dog's okay. Um, so she gets um, Jimmy to call for help while she goes she down. Starts, she warps down there. Yep, the side She's of the cliff trapped. to find the car. Uh, in the car, she finds a female screaming. It is one of the girls from the carnival. Yeah. So Shannon Elizabeth. I've written the girl character. that was with the fortune teller at the start. Yep, yep. yep. So it's the other Jessica Alba. Yep. <laughs> and so she's like, okay, I can't get you out. Like, you're stuck. My legs are stuck. I can't yeah, get out. I couldn't work out what she was stuck on, but cool. No. Because um, she didn't look like she was in that much pain. She was just stuck upside down. The car's upside down. Yeah. She's on the roof. And I'm like, just take the seatbelt off. And right. now we cut back up to Jimmy. He's calling like 911. He's trying to flag down and some he, cars. He, he, yeah, that doesn't work. Anyhow. Jimmy goes down to help. Yep. He he uh he gets in there as well and he has a look. It was all kind of like, come look at the person that's stuck in the car. Yeah, it's like he gets in the car out. and he goes, he's like, ooh, sexy babe. Yeah. Gross. Um. So he tries to get her out of the car. And he kind of does. So he like he he kind of does something. You can't see what he's doing. And he, she kind of like, oh yeah, my leg's free. Yep. He goes, all right, cool, get out. And just as she goes to get out, a big fucking wolf Bam. grabs her. Fuck it, yeah, just From breaks the through side. the glass, bites through her shoulder and drags her off into the bushes. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, no, 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 first it doesn't drag, like, it doesn't drag her off. She's like, because they grab onto her. They do, don't they? So she's, like, getting attacked by the wolf. And they're like, oh, my God, we'll help you by pulling you away from the wolf. So, That's right. So so Jimmy grabs her uh, legs. legs. And then he starts to get pulled through the car. And then Ellie, Ellie grabs, grabs his, his legs, legs. And they become this hilarious flat human centipede. Yep. Getting dragged through the forest together. Like, oh, my, you just let go. Yeah. You wouldn't just keep hanging on. Imagine getting dragged on the ground in a forest. No. Like, you're being stabbed with oh. every... And they're getting dragged through the forest and the girl. And then suddenly... But, and then, like, they just kind of let go. Yeah. They let go. They run back to the other side of the car where it is safe. And we kind of just hear this, like, <laughs> devouring. Nom, 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 nom. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, yeah. Um, tasty, tasty. Um, but also we see that Jimmy gets scrapped. He got here. I don't know where this happened. Because at no point was he ever near the wolf. You can imagine, like, the wolf's grabbing a person. And he's grabbing onto her ankles. And then... She's grabbing on to his ankles, mm-hmm. and for some reason, he's got a claw mark down his chest all of a sudden. At no point was he even near the wolf. No, so he's got a claw mark across his chest. She's got one on her arm. Yeah, Ellie was like way far back. Eh? I don't know how she. No, okay, that's fine. Um, paramedics. Because I've written Ellie got bitten, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was like... either a bite or a scratch. I don't even know. Anyhow, they've both been wolf scratched, which, as everyone knows, is that the way? You, I thought you. How do you become a werewolf? Like a wolf bites you. It, it is traditional. Or scratches white. you. Like it's just scratch. Yeah. What have they got? What do they got under their claws? I feel their saliva would. Yeah, I'd change say so. But what about their claws? Doesn't. Who knows? Who knows? Anyhow, the cops rock up. The ambulance rocks up. It would. You know, they're up there like, oh fuck, that was shit. Yes. No one seems to care about them. 
They just go home. No, well, they're like, oh, it could have been a mountain lion or a bear. There's no wolves in this town. And Jimmy's like, I know. Well, I'm smarter than you all. I'm pretty certain it's a wolf. Yeah, Um, he does have that attitude, doesn't he? Jimmy goes to check on Zipper and just make sure he's okay. Zipper's the dog, by the way. Yeah, sorry. I just called him Um, dog. He's not having a bar of it. He's like crouched down. He's growling. And as Jimmy goes to give him a pat, he bites him. Yeah, Jimmy's dog doesn't like him anymore. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) Zipper knows. He knows. Now Jimmy has no friends because now his dog (laughs) hates him as well. (laughs) Um, So, they rock up at home. The cops have dropped them at home. And, of course... They just, like, let them... Yeah. Let's not take anyone in for questioning. Let's not go to the hospital for tetanus shots or anything like that. You've just been in a car accident. Well, you're claiming you've been bitten by a wild animal. You would be going and getting rabies shot. You are getting shots in the ass, my friend. Anyhow. Um... Yeah, so they rock up at home. Um, the dog doesn't want to come inside. It's kind of like... Mm. Um, and eventually it just goes bolting up the stairs and well away from them. Not a problem. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so once again, Ellie tries to talk to Jimmy about everything that's and happened. he's 100% unreasonable. And he starts acting like a fucking dickhead again because... And, you and know. Like he's angry at Ellie for some reason. I couldn't work out why he's even angry at her. It's just like you're my brother, you're my sister. You're supposed to be hanging out with me. Is that yeah. the only reason why she- he was angry? And his life is shit because his sister won't hang. Out? I don't know. I'm guessing it's all rooted because obviously, like you know, um, I'm well. They're trying to like, the parents are that dead. He, yeah, they're trying so to. So he's the- still in high school. He's like 17, 16, 17. She's like the mother. And figure. she's now taking him on. She's looking after him, and obviously. He, he seems like he would have been one hell of a mama's boy as well. So he's not getting the same kind of attention from his sister as he would from a mum. So he's not having... This is me psychoanalyzing. Yeah, yeah. It's right true. Here, like, or, or it's just bad acting. Uh, <laughs> Jim, we cut to Jimmy in his bedroom. You know, the shot of his bedroom. He's a teen. He has, you know, wolf werewolf comics everywhere. Yeah. Just so happens he has heaps of comics about werewolves. That's convenient. Um, He's on this old school Mac, those colored Macs. <laughs> yeah. Doing a bit of, you know, and here we go, research. Oh, I love a Google research. Google research. He's like, he's looking up wolves. First first thing, wolves in LA. Yeah. I'm like, cool band name. Um, <laughs> and then he's like, he scrolls down and then it's suddenly it's werewolves. And he's like, oh, fuck, yeah, that seems, that seems plausible. That seems more up my alley. Um, and, and then it's like unsolved animal attacks. Yeah, unsolved animal attacks. What do you mean? Yeah, what An animal that? attacked you. Solved. <laughs> Yeah, but what animal? Doesn't matter. It was a mongoose, I swear. Yeah, it it's... was a snake. It was a hoop snake. It rolled down the hill <laughs> after me. Um, Shit. Yep. And um, that's that's it. That's the end of that. We're getting. Anyway, like, oh, he's like, oh, he's, he knows what's going on. Because he's a hundred percent sure in his mind that he is a hundred percent right, and he needs to have all the facts that he can just lay out to everyone and be like, dumb. "You're ridiculous." And the facts are created by Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got then we cut to later on the night. Ellie wakes up. And I'm like, ooh, peril- uh, you know, dark skies. Yeah. It's going to come down the jars are going to be fucked. Ooh. Ellie gets up in the middle of the night. Um, she goes down. She she locks the house. Yeah, she's making sure everything's been locked. Um, the window that she had previously locked before they all went up to bed has now uh, is open. She has a wolf-themed clock for some reason. Mm-hmm. A cuckoo clock that has a wolf Stars. that comes out of it and scares it. I'm like, who has a wolf themed cuckoo clock yeah it's like a cute little red riding hood one i'm like huh sure yeah like i mean laying it on thick enough guys 
Um, she goes back towards the front of the house, and now that the the front door is open. Oh shit! This is and she's got alien problems. <laughs> um, she turns Surprise, around. Surprise! Jesse's just an alien. Yeah, oh that, that makes a lot of sense. She turns around and Jake. Su- Surprise! It's your boyfriend, Jake. He's, he's in the house. He's in your house. And I'm like, at two a.m. This, this is where it started screaming, scream. Yeah. Because it's just like, what, now the boyfriend's rocking up at the house, exactly the scene from Scream where he rocks up at the house, kind of, and it's ma- it's to make you think, oh, hang on. This guy. What are you doing? And I'm like, are you just trying to lay on this weirdness to make me think he's the killer straight yeah. away? You know, like, they're trying to do red herrings. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, you know, we need to talk. I have, like, y- your key was under the mat, so I just let myself into your house in the middle of the night. But, you know, let's talk. Let's make out. All right. They exchange. The worst dialogue and then kiss. <laughs> <laughs> that is and accurate. Like, and he was like, Pacey's all like, or Jake, he's like, I'm just so scared. And I'm like, oh, God, like, what? what? And like, this is another one of those conversations where he starts being scared. Mm. And then all of a sudden now he's like, can't live without her. Yeah. And I'm like, but you just said you didn't like her before. You were literally just saying that you're a turd sandwich. But yeah. And then suddenly Ellie, out of the blue, bites Jake on the neck. <gasps> And we get a montage of quick horror wolf-based images. <laughs> yeah, so there's like she's like bent over and like her spine's like transforming and something's like the skin's bubbling a little bit, like fingers are elongating. Mm. And there's blood and there's yeah, it's like when she bites know. into Jake, she gets these memories of flooding into her, and then <gasps> it's <gasps> like <laughs> wake up, she wakes it's up, the it's all to come. it's fine, it's all a dream. Mm-hmm. Um, Taking, like, the exact cues from Slumbermart Party Massacre. <laughs> it was all a dream. Um, also, Jimmy wakes up mm-hmm. the next morning and he's naked outside of the house. Yes. He's fine with this. He is. Um, once the neighbour sees him, he freaks out just a little yeah. bit and goes... He kind of goes, like, parkouring. Like, naked yeah, parkour. Because they've got, like, one of those big two-storey American houses, of course. Yeah, he just basically... Wire work parkours up the the side of the building, all um, naked and stuff, showing like, oh look, he he shouldn't be that agile. He shouldn't uh, be that nimble. He's, he's not. He was a stuntman. He reads comics. He, he can't agilely agile agilely nerd up there. Like. Anyway, no. lost myself. No. Um, um, Ellie's in the kitchen. She's watching a news report about a car accident. About her car crash mm-hmm. that she never went to hospital for and no one cared about. No one interviewed her on the, the news either, so there's that. Um, there's a fly kind of buzzing around in the morning and that's, you know, that's super annoying. If we've learned anything from the movie The Fly, what happens when you get you start to change? You get superhuman reflexes. She catches the fly out of the air. Yep. But she did it with looking where... Other people can do it without. Yeah. Yeah. She kind she's, of realizes what she's done. She's like, you're gross and lets it go. Yeah. That's fine. She should have done it with chopsticks. She's wanting to impress me. That's right. Uh, Jimmy comes sauntering in and he's like, oh, I just woke up in the bushes this morning. Um, and then he starts going on off onto his like werewolf spiel again. His werewolf theory. He's like, Ellie, I think we're werewolves. And she's yeah. just like, pshaw. <laughs> pshaw. Meanwhile, he's opened the fridge. He's pulled out a thing of meat. It's like cut up turkey or something and he's just like salting it and eating it while he's talking like devouring it and then she's i do that anyway they didn't seem same no that's just that's just a normal she's thing. Eating, he's eating deli deli ham yeah. like slices and i'm like yeah that's not weird Who does? i know what I you're trying that. to do here but yeah. i would eat ham as soon as i open the fridge if i saw it damn right ellie starts eating some as well 
And she goes to work. Mm-hmm. Where does yeah. she work? Nobody knows. She's on the set. So it's like a late yeah, show like a David with Letterman. some guy, yeah, but it's not David Letterman. Yeah, it's like late the late show with insert some, some dickhead's name. Correct. And she's yeah. like the... She's something. She's she's like the main person. Yeah, she's pretty high up, but also she we get the sense that she's actually just a bit of a, a summer flower. Like she's she's very quiet. She keeps to herself. She's a bit of a pushover. So we get that bit of a sense from her. People very... start keep uh, keep commenting on how pretty she looks now. Yeah, people are and looking she's at sassy. Oh, you look good today. And I'm like, mm. that's right. Um, she runs into her her publicist. I, well, she runs first. She runs into Rosenbaum, who is like in all of the teen films. That that's the boss. He's the big boss, isn't he? I don't even think he's the big boss. He's just there. I think he's yeah, just so another a, coworker. A, co- a colleague. She runs into this man. Um, I got the in, in, uh, thing that he was like. I think she's the producer of the show. Yeah, I think. And so. he's just the guy who's in charge of the business of the show. Yeah, I think he's higher than her. Yeah. Um, Quite possibly. In, in it doesn't matter. They have an exchange. She says she looks pretty and that she, maybe she should come to work more often looking pretty. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a... That's what every great. woman wants to hear from a man. Thank you. Yeah, she runs into the publicist, uh, which is a blonde. She's like a, a thin blonde lady played by... Judy Green. Judy Green. Who I love. Um, and, uh, you know, she's a bitch of a publicist. Oh, she just comes in. She starts throwing shade. She's yeah. just like, oh, you know, you look different. Maybe you should, you know... Try and be look good more like often. That. Yeah, she's yeah. just a whole bitch about it, but she's talking about her trying to get someone on this talk show. She's like, oh, you need to come to this event because he will be here and you will talk to him and you will get him on the show. Yeah. At first I thought, yeah, I didn't know who she was. She's but... just doing the job of a publicist. So Then, then she starts know. mentioning like how Ellie's going out with Pacey, Pacey Jake, mm. and she's like, ooh, he's a womanizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just a long line of, of, of babes that he's banged. I'm like, ooh, bit of a... A hard, hardball line there. So, obviously, she's a bitch. I'm like, are you a jealous lady by any chance? Yeah. Um, anyway, that's Jealous-like. the end of that scene. We just, so, it's just a show. It just introduced two other characters. Mm-hmm. This, uh, so, the boss man. I'm going to call him boss man. And the publicist woman yep. who's, who's a dickhead. Um, yeah, so Ellie she- goes to her office. And she suddenly, the boss man comes in. Yeah. And he's like, hey, uh, can I get you some work? She's I can smell some really nice food. Yeah, something. Where's that food coming from? <laughs> something smells good. So she starts following her nose, literally. Yeah. yeah, she's literally walking around the office like... Sniffing. Sniffing people? Yeah, sniffing things. She's just... It's weird. No. And she walks in into, uh, I think, the kitchen area and finds a girl with a nosebleed. She's having a nosebleed and she's all like... She's she's pretty much like this is uh, the smelliest blood ever. Yep, this is good. Um, and that's it, really. That's that is it. Yeah, we we get it. She's you've got some pheromones going. Yeah, people think you're good looking now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you and, like the smell of blood. And we 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 cut to Jimmy, um, at the school. He's at school now, high yep. school. Mm-hmm. And she's he, yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. She's trying to stick money in a Coke machine and it's not having a bar of it and he offers her some change. Oh, this is the girl from the start of the movie, yeah, by the way. Yeah, this is the girl from so the So he music. meets the girl that he, you know, he got he got gay bashed away mm-hmm. um, from. So he's persistent. Yes, he um, is. She's kind of like the whole time she's like being nice to him and like doesn't like the boyfriend, you know, being mean to him mm-hmm. and all that. And I'm like, this is like... 
This is like the the nerd's wet dream that the girl the the hot girl from school would actually like him over the jock she's dating. Yeah, and that's just happening. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, ah, I'm gonna put my hair behind my ear, and like, <laughs> you know how you really know how to use a, a vending machine. That turns me on. Yeah. Oh. You can get me food. Actually, Some... that would work with a girl. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I can attest to that. And once again, her boyfriend and his goons rock up. Yeah. He's got goons as well. He's got two goons. Yeah. Of um, course you do. Unnamed goons. No. Unlined goons. They have no dialogue, I don't think. Goon one and goon two. Goons. <laughs> Hired goons. Mm-hmm. Um, they come up, they steal his books, and once, a, once again start throwing about some homophobic remarks, and Jimmy confronts him. A barrage of gay bashing jokes, though, right? And then, but yeah, Jimmy won't have, he sticks up for himself a little bit, and yeah. the, the girls is like, ooh, I got insta-moist over that. <laughs> Yeah, standing up to my boyfriend, yeah. it makes me like She's him. Yeah, she likes that a little bit. But he's, because he's like, what, what, are you, what are you doing, standing up to me? He's like, uh, yes. He's like, oh, well, do you want to wrestle? He's like, well, you were like, why would you want to wrestle me if you're not being a little bit gay now, kind of? Yeah, that was kind of weird. You know? He's just like, why don't you try it for the wrestling team? You'd love to be like men up against you and all this shit like that. And he goes... You're the coach of the... He's like, like, yeah, the you're, captain. The, you're the captain and have been for the last three years. I feel that you're a little bit gay. Yeah, and so he, bam, mm. suck it, suck it, mate. Now, I'm doing gay bashes against you. And the girl's like, I'm moist over that. <laughs> I love a good, like, reverse gay bashing. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Yep. Cut to... Uh, and then Hollywood- the, the boyfriend and the goons just walk off. Yeah. Which in my in my, in my opinion, the goon, the the, the boyfriend, uh, that was enough for him to push him around, I yeah. thought, because he lost. But he's just like, ha, I lost. Yeah. I'm leaving with the girl. And the goons are like. But this, if this was any other situation, he probably would have just punched him in the face. I must admit, though, the goon, the goons and Jesse, Jimmy's, um, like, their storyline is the only thing I found interesting in the whole film. That's fair. Like. As bad as it is, like the, the best parts were just like when you're just like, oh, how is he going to beat this guy? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and like oh, look, he's getting powers. Yeah. When's he going to unleash? And... Yes. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, cut to a party. Yeah. Very 90s style rap playing on the the jukebox. <laughs> it's, uh, it's really lights. great. Is this a party for, for something? Yeah. So Ellie's now at this party. She finds Judy Greer. Um, this is a party they were talking about. They're going to go to. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an endangered species party. So it's like a dress-up party. So everyone's kind of dressed up like an, an endangered species. Yeah. Um, and Apparently, Ellie didn't get the memo. No, she didn't. Why would she? Uh, Jake also arrives and, Jake. you know, he's there and it's time for a bit of a private chat amongst friends. Yeah. And then he wanks on about, you know, being a jerk in the past and he's now a changed man and, you know, he's, he's kind of trying to, like, lead her into, like, you know, I might have been a bit of a dick to you the other night, but look, let, let me just reassure you, I'm not a dick. I like you. I'm in this for the long haul. As then- he's saying that, Jenny, who is the other, other girl from the beginning of the film, getting her palm read. The is that one- the one that got lost? Yeah, it's the one yeah, that... Yeah, Jenny! The one that's in the ocean. Yes. <laughs> she was the one that, you know, had the boy that was interested in her and then stopped calling and she wanted a little bit of no. Um... Spoiler alert! It was it was Jake. He fucked her and just didn't want to so call her. So he's got back. a reputation of being a womanizer or a guy that sleeps with a girl and then flicks her away like a used Kleenex. Yes. But 
But he's like, all of a sudden though, Jake is convinced that something is wrong with their relationship. If you notice, like, yeah. So there's that happens, and like these girls are so badly acted. Like they they come in and they just like slut, not slut. Uh, that's a bad word. That, that that's that. That's shit. They're all over this. They, they fawn over him. They're all over this Jake guy. And it's got all of their actions are just there to annoy Ellie. They all look at her, uh, you know, yeah. uh, hey, baby, what are you doing? And they look at her and she's supposed to react. And I'm like, yeah. Like, so, but, so Jenny's come up and she's she's in this leopard print dress. It's very small and tight and she's got ears. little cat ears. Um, she's popped up with Judy Greer and they're now like, I'm going to say that they're ovary blocking Ellie. I don't know. Um, yeah. And she's, Jenny starts talking about, she's like, oh, my friend Becky, who was the girl that died in the car accident. Um, she's like, oh, she was really into you. Like, like, why don't you call her? And he's like, I'm not interested. And she's like, but I'm now available. And she kind of trying to like. And even the publicist tries to like get with their boyfriend instantly. Yeah. You're like, like you're all in front of it. Like she's standing there. She is talking to her like. He, she, they're talking to each other like a foot away, and all these girls come and try and get with him in front of, knowing that she's. I'm just like, oh man, how? how well, terrible when you find is- a catch like Pacey, it's every woman for herself. Oh, those cheeks, those chubby cheeks. Sure. Anyhow, um, yeah, they they walk off. Like she she storms off. Or yeah, something. she leaves. She's got shit to do. She's here on business, so she starts um having a meeting with uh, Scott Bayo. Yeah. Um, and she's kind of like giving him the the talk up, like, oh, I loved you and Journey Loves Chachi and all the other things that you're in that I probably don't know about because I'm too young. Um, and, you know, she's she's giving him the spiel. She's trying to get him on this talk show that she works for and she's explaining like, oh, you know, you'll be the main guest kind of thing. So, and he's like, yeah, this is cool. Um, as they're talking, she notices the full moon. Uh-oh. Oh, the full moon. Um, and starts kind of, she kind of starts flashing some skin. She kind of like brushes away her uh, her hair, kind of like readjusts. Yeah, opens her, her top a bit, shows a bit know. of cleavage. She's getting like, her, you know, she's getting all horny because yeah. the moon's out. That's right. And then the man takes this as um, he's like, looks at her, and he's like, uh, oh, she must be hitting on me. Maybe yeah. I can get some sexy time out of her. He hits on her, and she's like, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yep, and then what's going on? Because <laughs> she she looks over straight away and notices there is now a horde of women over at Jake, and she's just like, "Yeah, I'm done here." And she leaves. She sees Jake flirting with all the ladies. Yeah, he's not really flirting. He's just there, and they're all just like, "If anything, this should be like you should be happy." Mm. And you're like, "Look how loved my boyfriend is! Like sucked in, ladies. I've got him." Mm, yeah, you don't like that. No, I mean, that is should that is literally what should happen. You should be able to look over at your boyfriend and see that there are all these women around and be like, oh, yeah, ladies love my boyfriend. Yeah. Ladies but love no, my boyfriend. I love him. No women think like that because it's like, what's he going to do with those girls? If so he they gets don't trust their boyfriends. No, no one, yeah. Um, anyway, Jake, uh, he, he kind of bails. He comes up to her. Um she says, oh, I think I need a break for a couple of days now. And he's like, it's revo- re- rolled reverse. He's just suddenly like, but I need you yeah, and all this stuff. So a second ago, he was like, there's something wrong with our relationship. Now she's like, and he's like, no, I need you more than anything. And I'm like, what do you think? Yeah, what do you want? Yeah. No, he's a, oh, my anyway, God. She storms. She's just like, I'm not having a bar of this. I'm angry at you for some reason. Yeah. I am angor. <laughs> the script says I'm supposed to be angry here, so I am angry. I'm angry. She storms off and walks to her car. 
yep. which is in an underground car park under the building, we can assume. Yeah. So she can something you can sort of see as she's getting into her car um, that something's sniffing at her, something's watching her. And yeah, we're like, like a PO oh. kind of shot, yeah. point of view shot from something. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because nothing happens and she drives off listening to her new metal music and the car. And uh, once she's gone, the elevator dings and Jenny walks out into the car park. He's the flirty girl from before that was dressed as a... has been in the whole film. It's like a cheetah. Um, cheetah. She notices uh, an oil slash blood patch on the ground, which has some footprints. So footprints leading into paw prints. Oh, they're changing. As she notices that, bam, wolf attack. Suddenly a werewolf throws her over a car. Did you notice this werewolf throws people a lot instead of attacking them? He really does. If I was a werewolf, I'd just start biting. Well, it started by biting the person instantly and dragging them into the woods. And then from then on, it just starts punching and throwing people. Do you really feel that like a werewolf has a conscious like, okay, I'm going to, I don't want to bite this person because I don't want this werewolf competition in my life. So I'm just going to like throw you about and play with you like a toy before like what cats do with mice maybe but maybe. they are well, 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 wolves do wear jorts mm-hmm. they they really do <laughs> they they understand that jorts are cool um so I'm, I'm sure they could do this and that's also giving this film way more credit than it deserves um so she's thrown into a car she rolls off the poor girl who played her actually sprained her knee during this time as well because there were she was not wearing any kind of knee pads or <laughs> anything so she just fucking hurt herself um, the, uh, in my notes, instead of wolf, my auto thing is done it to whales. <laughs> I would watch that film. <laughs> Where whale? Yep. And now she's like thrown onto the ground. We, she's looking under the car and we can see the wolf's feet. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, it's, it's all CG. It's a CG mess. Yep. yep. The feet. And I'm like, here we go. Mm-hmm. So, the, so there's this sleek, slender kind of like, what are they called? Like dog legs. Yeah. Like, kind of thing. You know, the, the backward legs walking thing. Yeah. Um, she hides under the car. She kind of like pulls out the car bleepy thing. And yeah, she sets like, off her boop, alarm. Boop. Um, makes the wolf, you know, look around like, the other way, which yeah. well, no one would have thought to do. No. The, the wolf looks under the car. There's no one there. And she's crunched up hiding in this thing. And like, somehow this girl knows it can anticipate exactly where a werewolf is going to look. Yeah. So like knowing it for some reason is going to look under the car, she's up off the ground, like, hiding and all this shit. I'm like, what? Yeah. Right, from the, they never made her into a genius no. at this point. If anything, no. they made it like, into a dumb character. And uh, at some point, the, the werewolf starts just scratching cars, and I'm like, dude, be a little bit more respectful. Yeah, it's making a scratchy sound. Then we get these really close-up shots of the wolf's face, which is a practical effect, which mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's better. Yeah. Like, yeah, cool, cool. So real, real close-up shots as well, like... <laughs> Into its nose the and eyes and stuff. It does, that does look cool. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, and then... So she distracts it. I apologize. She distracts it by setting off the car alarm. And as it turns, she makes a fucking break for the best thing the is elevator. Though, so she sets, she sets her car alarm off, which makes the werewolf, you know, go like, it's loud. And it's goes, like, oh, it's over huh? there. But the werewolf instantly runs over to the car, pulls up the bonnet, pulls an alarm out, and the alarm system out. And like, it. Well, number one, alarm systems, the sound doesn't come out of the alarm system. So this wolf knows how alarms work. I don't even know how alarms work. And I'm not a wolf. Yeah, no idea. That no runs idea. on pure instinct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she's made a, a run for it and jumps into the elevator and it jams. Yeah. Of course, it jams, leaving a very small opening. 
for it to, of course, try and jump through an attack. Obviously, it's too small. It's like arms are kind of in, its face is kind of in. It's it's trying to get at her, and it's just it's just not working. He's like smashing up the elevator and shit, and he goes away. Yeah, he's like, I'm off. I'm done. I'm bored with this. Um, but then, like, so yeah, the, the elevator's half open. It's got halfway down, not like whatever, between two floors. It opened a bit. The wolf smashing in there couldn't get in there. He goes away, and then she looks out. And she decides to run, and she just easily opens yeah. the elevator door. Yeah, and I'm like, just, "Why does the wolf? Like, are you stronger than a wolf?" Exactly. And then all of a sudden, bam! The wolf attacks her, and end of scene. So it's, I'm just yeah, like, "Such an off-screen death." Oh, this film is an off-screen death. <laughs> this whole film is that. And we yeah. cut to Jimmy, and he's reading on the couch about werewolves. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, he finds the shittest thing. Oh my god! Yes, now. If you, anyone knows anything about werewolf lore... Um, Is this made up? Well, it was used in the original Wolfman film. So they talk about oh, okay. the mark of the beast. Um, so in the book on the hand, there's like a few dots. And if the dots are... If you if you join, if you the join dots, them up and draw a circle around it, it creates a pentagram a la Idle Hands. That's right. And it makes about as much sense as it did in Idle Hands as well. Like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. people who are a werewolf have five dots in their hands that if you want, you can draw a pentagon. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Around. That's exactly what you should do. And he looks at his hand, of course. And he sees some little dots. Little dots coming up and he draws it onto his own hand very badly as well. Yeah. Like the lines were very bad. And I was just like, yeah, get fucked. That's the <laughs> shit. Um, Ellie comes home and he kind of hides it from her and he talks about how you can kill a werewolf. So he's back on his werewolf bullshit again. Um, and, like, he loves this idea. He kind of, he's kind of growing to love the idea of being a werewolf, having this power, having all this, like, you know, because he is just this. He's the undertrained kid and he likes yeah. the idea of getting a leg up on, on, on a certain bully. Yeah, this is essentially Peter Parker with his little bit of venom in him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, he goes on about the pentagram. He holds up Ellie's hand. Lo and behold, she has the dots as well. Convenient. And then she's like, out of nowhere, as a retort, she brings up their dead parents. Yeah. And I don't know why she mentioned them. Well, so she, so there is a photo on the bureau, um, and it's she's like, okay, so this photo of our, all of us together is in a sterling silver frame. I bought this frame at Tiffany's. This is silver. If I pick this up and my hand burns, you know we're a werewolf. And so she picks up the frame. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. End of scene, basically. Done. Then we cut to Jimmy. He's in his room reading werewolf comics now. Not only does he just have them sprawled out, now he can actually read them. Yeah, he's reading Wolf Squad. Wolf Squad. Mm-hmm. Why not? And then all of a sudden... Dogs are barking at him. Yeah, so all of the neighborhood dogs are starting to rock up outside of the house, and mm. they're like they're barking. Um, he's, he's like, "Shut up, dog!" He's like, you, sh- you, sh- you, sh- you sh- doggo. Um, his hand starts burning, um, and he looks out the window and he's looking at all the dogs in the neighborhood that have gathered, and they're just barking. They're barking and barking, barking. And then he stands there and he's just like, "Just stop! Just stop! Why won't you?" And he's like, "Oh, okay." And then he lets out his own little a and a. Lo and behold, the dogs bail. You know he's outfitted them with his his wooing, with his stunning dog voice, <laughs> and they just immediately stop barking. And, and like, all we can't compete with that diva. They're like, 
the dogs exactly will right. like bail. They're like, mm, nah, we're Christian bailing out of this. Um, cuts, that's it. That's it. Next Ellie, day. Cut to Ellie. She's she's uh, getting ready for work and she's all sassy. She's primping in the mirror. She's, you know, she's fixing she's the juzzing. hair. She's, yep. Well, no, she's primping. Jimmy comes in. And he's judging. He, and all of a sudden, Jimmy, Jimmy has a better haircut. He does. He's going all Spider-Man 3. He, yes, he really is. He needs a jazz club. So his hair has now been like straightened and kind of flattened a bit. But you can really and see. Then, and then hair gel. Oh, uh, you can see the wax, crusty gel. Wax. You can see it all. You can see the wax. And he's like, so he's like, he's going through a transformation of good haircut. Yeah, he's he's like wearing a That's a another thing when you're sweater. young. You always want the cool, like when you're a teenager, you always want the, uh, the coolest haircut. And he's getting it. He is. Yeah. he. So he's sassy as well. Yep. You know, there's a transformation. They're both kind of digging it. They're sexy now. I mean, she's always been sexy. He will never be sexy. No, but they they tried to make a point at the start of the film that yeah. she wasn't sexy and she was all hard edge businesswoman. And now she's like, letting her hair down. That's right. Showing Literally of- letting her hair down. Yeah, that's what she did. Yep. It's like, you know, glasses painted overalls and ponytail yep. girl. <laughs> um, so Ellie walks into work. Heads are turning as she does. Like, all the guys are like, hey. They're like, hey, you know. It's like, we've worked together for 10 years, but now I can notice you. Now I can sexual harass you because you're worth it. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And then uh, she has at waiting for her, they're going to do a segment on psychics. And lo and behold, the psychic from the start of the film is in the pack of psychics. That's right. And she kind of walks up and she, like, pulls her aside and she's just like, you know, she's a like, psychic to Ellie. Yeah, she she kind of pulls off her like dreadlock wig as yeah, well. Yeah, she's got white white rusted dreads, and they're just a wig. And yeah. she's like, "This is all show. I'm, but I am really. Yeah. I, I've got some power brought down by my parents, and you got the mark of the beast on yeah. your hand. That's right. She's like, you're cursed. You need to sever the lines. You're in danger. She goes on this like another doom doomsayer kind of like. And then this is at the point of the film. She says like, "Remember that the beast is human too." And then I suddenly realized I hadn't to this point realized oh it's a guess it's a guess who the wolf is yeah movie and that's when I thought oh this is basically just scream yes and at this point in my notes I've written in capital letters if if the werewolf is Jake or the publicist that's stupid and that's what I wrote at this point yep because I just did this thing I went okay so if it's like scream you have to think it can only be the the characters that have speaking lines yes. That you know what I mean, and and then I went okay so, and it it's never gonna be, the most obvious one. Correct. But then again, in Scream, they made it, the obvious one. They they had spent the whole film going it's this person, and then did a thing to sh- prove that it wasn't him, and then it was him. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, if they do that with with Pacey Jake, that's stupid. Yep. And then I'm like, and the other person in the film that, that we've made you hate. That has like no relevance to the story is the publicist. Yeah, they're my two reasons of why I went. And I went anyhow. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've had that my little bit. I like it. Yep. So we cut to school wrestling. Wrestling class at school. Jimmy once again swaggers in. He kind of looks around. We can see uh, the girl, the the girlfriend um, who had a name that is said at the very end of the film. I think it's Brooke. Brooke or something. I don't anyhow, know. the girlfriend. Yeah. The, the the boyfriend's girlfriend, I mm-hmm. thought I could. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, she's watching her boyfriend wrestle the whole wrestling team's down she's in the bleachers with her lady friends and yep. yeah jimmy saunters in he does and he's on like the second floor the bum, so he's bum, on like bum, a bum. yeah he yeah he thinks his shit don't stink um he's, he, he knows he's on a balcony and he kind of like does this look around and he just jumps Right over the balcony. Yeah, well style. Yeah, and just like lands. Lands with no noise. No noise. He's, he's fine. He's a wear cat. Yeah. <laughs> and he That's locks right. up to her and he like stands and, and she's just like, oh, hey, Jimmy. And he goes, oh, Brooke or whatever your name is. I didn't see you there. Yeah. Fuck you with your, oh. You knew. Now you're You've got a timetable like tattooed on your dick, mate. <laughs> like, you like, know where it is. Here's the thing. You can't into this girl and you want to start being a dickhead to her. That's going to get you nowhere. Well, that means as well that he was, like, to her, he was just there to watch the wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and yeah, so boyfriend. Bo, yeah. Bo walks up. Bo boyfriend. He's like, hey, it's the dickhead again. Are you here to gay try out for my gay sport <laughs> that I'm the gay captain of? <laughs> uh-huh. He's like, actually, now that you mention it, yes. Maybe I will. And this is the bit I was like, oh, cool. This will be something at least. Kind of interesting. Yeah. So he's just like, hey, coach, Jimmy wants to try out for the team. And, and they're he, like, Jimmy wants to try out for the team? He's like, are you sure about this, Jimmy? It's like, AKA, you're a little dweeb. You and can't uh, do hey, shit. Jimmy has to wrestle one of the goons. Mm, yeah. So, the coach doesn't want him wrestling Bo. He Bo, feels that there's like. Star player, mate. Like, yeah. He's just like, he's too good. Mm-hmm, and yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Jimmy um, goes into the ring with one of these goons. Yes. And Jimmy's losing. Yes. He starts getting wrestled and slammed on the floor. The, the you know, the boyfriend's like, yeah, we're wrestlers. <laughs> That's right. You think you can come in here and wrestle? And it's just like, we get the point that Jimmy's like just testing the waters. Like, mm. um, can I get hurt? So you're kind of like, I'm not even getting hurt. Yeah. I can do this. I'm yep. going to have a go. And yeah, he beats one of the goons mm-hmm. yep. at wrestling with some, with some flip wrestle moves. Some of them are pretty good. Yeah, they're real wrestle moves, though. Yeah. There's no, like, wire work yet. Yet. Um, and then, like, the, the, the boyfriend is like, Paha, you can't win. Coach, let me fight him. Tag me in. Tag me in, coach. Tag me in, coach. And now Jimmy now is facing the boyfriend. And then you know what happens? 90s new metal music cuts in. Of course. Uh, and I was like, this is great. Yeah. This is the best part in the entire film. In I do opinion. love me some new metal. Like, I mean, I don't like new metal. I don't listen to it recreationally, but when it's put into a stupid film, into a stupid scene, I was like, cool, cool. Well, that's pretty much every soundtrack from the 2000, the start of 2000 until maybe around 2008. All new metal. Yeah. Anyhow, Jimmy does flips over him, you know, you know, doing moves that he can't do. And then basically like, is it like a solar suplexes him? Like where yeah. he holds him up. On his head and falls back and slams him down. And he beats Boyfriend Bo. And he's just like, there's not really enough. There should be another scene after this where mm. they can't believe it or something. It's just not that much. It's kind of the coach is like, Bleh? and the yeah. girlfriend going, I'm moist again. <laughs> there should have been like a scene afterwards where Jimmy is like, uh, not Jimmy, uh, where Bo is on a, like a stretcher. Not like necessarily an ambulance thing, but they should and he's uh, like, probably. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, just, yeah. and it just, just kind of something. cuts. You don't get your. You kind of don't get your. It's not really you, satisfying. Yeah, you don't get your birthday cake at the end. No, no cake. No it, cake birthday. Well, this is because at no point do I feel sympathetic for Jimmy's character at all. So I'm just like, because usually at the end of that you'd be like, yeah, Jimmy, he did it. The werewolf in him. He's cool now. I'm just like, this guy's a dick. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So then we cut to Ellie at a TV job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, so she's getting ready, kind of like the David Letterman man. Yeah. He's about to go on stage and talk to some people. He's getting ready. She, for some reason, as whatever, she is the producer, she's juzzing him up. She's yep. like tightening, straightening his tie and all this shit. He and starts then, talking about how they bumped Bayo. They, yeah, the, they bumped Scott Bayo because he thought that Carrot Top was hilarious, so he was going to give him an extra spot. Carrot Top. Remember him? Oh, my God. Have you seen what he looks like now? Probably, yeah. Uh, it's terrifying. Potato Top. No. He got, like, really buff. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. It's, yeah, he went. Like, it's terrifying. No, don't like it. So she's like, oh, no, like, why'd you bump Bayo? She's a little bit stressed because she knows what's going to come next if, once the Bayo has been bumped. Um, but he cuts himself somehow. Like, I can't remember how he cuts himself. But he cuts himself. Yeah, he's just about to go on stage. He can't go and on. He's like, he can't go on TV with a bleeding finger. Someone get me a band aid. Like, what's going on? Like, and he's now. To, it's like four seconds. You're on, you, and then she's like, <gasps> "Quick decision, quick decision." I love blood, so I'll suck your finger. I'll uh, suck the blood out. Uh, no. Shouldn't it's... theoretically, if he turned into a werewolf now? Yes. Because like his her saliva is going into his yes. wound. Yes. Uh, so they just forgot that bit. Yep. Okay. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. So she you didn't even think of I that. I didn't part. even think about He's that. He's the werewolf now. No. Yeah. Because at one point, yep, we'll get to that in a second or soonish. Um, so Ellie leaves the stage. She and goes out backstage. She's like, I can't believe I sucked that finger. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, in the true Hollywood style. <laughs> <laughs> and Judy Greer comes running out. Who is the publicist? She's bitching about the Bayo bump. So I'm under the impression that she is Scott Bayo's publicist, maybe? Yes, Because she's really invested in this. Um, yeah, so she must be his publicist, like, booking him shows. And yeah. He's been bumped now, and she's like, what the fuck? And she's going off. She's just like, what the fuck? Like, this is not okay. Like, you are, like, the worst person. And Ellie just turns around, and she fucking cracks back. She's never cracked back. She's cracking back. Oh, she just says, was, don't hassle me. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to my room. The publicist is like, <gasps> she's just like, oh, oh, dear. nobody's ever Anyhow, talked to me like that. That upsets Ellie. It does. So she goes to the bathroom and locks herself into a cubicle mm-hmm. and just is upset and stressed out and hyperventilating. As you do. Um, someone comes into the cube into the bathroom. Um, it's the Asian girl who had the blood nose before, actually. Yeah. See, she's got a blood nose. I mean, she's uh, just there. She's like, are you oh, okay, for the Ellie? Fun yeah. Because she can hear she's in there and upset. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, I, I'm fine. It's okay. Like, go away, please. She, like, I don't know why Ellie just didn't lock the cubicle if she didn't want to be hassled. But anyhow, the lady opens the cubicle to see, are you sure you're okay? And she grabs the door and she grabs, uh, you know, from the inside mm. and she's holding the door so tight. Her fingers are bleeding and she dents into the mm-hmm. metal. She got some strength behind her. She got her. power anger. She has girl power anger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a powerful anger. Um... And then, so she doesn't take that as a cue, this lady. She still yeah. tries to open up, and then she sees Ellie. Ellie's in there, and we see for a second that she's got the old reptilian shapeshifter eyes, mm-hmm. the, the third eyelid like, <laughs> thing, like you know that um, that Bush had or whoever it was in the conspiracy theorist. Yes. Uh, and I'm like, you're not really a wolf thing. At all. No. Anyhow, the lady runs out of the toilet. She's like, oh fuck that shit! I'm dealing with reptilian shapeshifters. Yep. Oh, dear. That's all right. Yep. Um, so then we cut from that to Jake putting up a hall of mirrors. Jimmy approaches him, um, so he just needs someone to talk to. 
Uh, so, you know, obviously, you know, dad's not around. He needs to talk to a boy about boy things. And once again, he lays out his werewolf spiel. Um, Jake kind of, like, he's standing there and as he's listening, he's looking, like, hella suspicious about it all. Um, because we're led to believe that he is the bad boyfriend killer mm-hmm, werewolf. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, look, I think you need to And get- everyone who sleeps with him seems to die. Mm-hmm. He's like, I think you need to get your sister and the three of us can sit down and have a bit of a chat about all this. Have a bit of a woo about it. Mm, mm. I, I, like, I don't really and recall Jimmy anything. Jimmy has a spazzy attack. Yeah. And storms out in an angsty teenage rage. And I'm like, yeah, because that, that works. Yeah, that's, that's what you like, do. You're not going to help me either. I hate you. Nobody can help me. Nobody. Um, so we we now are at it's night time. There is a full moon happening. Why not? Um, Jimmy goes There's to the There's a full fridge. moon every night for some reason in this town. That's right. There was one the night before. I'm like, pretty sure that's not how full moons work. Isn't it what? No. A cycle of a moon? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, so Jimmy goes to the fridge and he pulls out a raw steak. And as he grabs it and he goes to bite into it, um, you can just see the doggo in the corner and it's kind of like, Hungry. It's a little bit freaking out. Like, it's a little bit scared of him, but it definitely wants some of that steak. Um, so he goes to cut the steak in half um, and he pulls, opens the drawer to pull out something and he's like, oh, I'm just going to pick up this silver serving spoon. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not a spoon. It's a, it's like a a, 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 cutty, a platter, a cake yeah. server, yeah. silver, like, for no reason. Because that's not what you cut steaks with. No, that's like, I've never cut a steak with that. I think he just grabbed it because it was, he knows it's silver and yeah. he's just like, I'll just see, you know, and all of a sudden, Oh, it burns it his burns. hand. And he's like, oh, cake. Uh, <laughs> How am I ever going to eat cake never again? Never eat cake again. He um, drops it and there's a knock at the door. So he walks off and he's like, mm, just like scrunching his hand a bit. It's Bo. It's Bo, oh, the wrestling boyfriend. Bo. I, I've called him wrestling boyfriend from now on. That's fine. Um, uh, and he's, I'm like, oh, is he going to try and beat him up? No, he does exactly what we think he was going to do. And he basically says, like, you know, how'd you know, man? How'd He's you like, know what I do you mean? He's like, I'm gay. He comes out the closet to Jimmy. Oh, my God. And then as as all heterosexual men think he acts, every gay man has to be with another, like the man. That, that, yeah. <laughs> you, know, so you, can on, you can only be with the man who outed you. Oh, my God. Anyhow, or He tries shit. to kiss Jimmy and, you know, because he's thinking Jimmy's, like, also gay. And Jimmy's like, oh, like I'm not, like I'm not gay. I'm not like, dude, no. You can be gay. Like, not that there's anything wrong with that. He's like, no, no, no. He Seinfeld. He's like, it. I'm a werewolf, so I've got some sexy allure going on. He and just says you that. You just, you think, you think you. And like I'm like, me. I've written my notes. Is this scene supposed to be funny because he is gay? Like, is that supposed to be the humor part of it? I and look, that know. gay man's trying to kiss that straight man. That's funny. Yeah, because like Bo, obviously, I think possibly does truly think that he is gay for some reason. Well, he's gay. Well, no, 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 but he thinks Jimmy's gay. Yeah. So he's got like, but now that Jimmy has this, yeah, right. He's got this allure about him, the pheromones. He's like, you're gay. Yeah, I suppose that they did relate to that. They did say that actually in its defense. He's like, no, it's just the pheromones I'm putting out. You can't, you can't handle my, my sex dick. No. Yeah. And, and he kind of just has to reassure him. He's like, dude, I'm not gay. Like, I'm not going to tell anyone that you're gay. There's nothing wrong with it. But you Yeah, know, good luck with being gay. Like, yeah, says. go gay, but eh. And, and then, and then basically, I see he, just, he turns around and shuts the door on him. He's got bigger things to worry about, like 
silver platters can't be picked up and how am I going to eat my cake? So as he's shut the door, he notices that the silver picture frame that Ellie had previously picked up is sitting there. And he walks over and he picks it up. And he, nothing happens. And he's like, he's got a big sticker on the back that just says, not silver. It's like stainless sterling <laughs> silver. Werewolf so proof. Because she made a big deal about buying that from Tiffany's. So that thing would have cost a lot of money as well. So maybe she, she's and been then duped. She, and then he's like, she lied to me. Maybe she didn't know. No. Well, why would she know? She Because she's like, I bought this from Tiffany's. If it's I, silver. If I pick something up, I don't feel it with my my, my finger feel and go, mm, that feels like silver. Mm, I don't yeah. know what silver is. Oh, that's a nice plastic resin. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, and yeah, it's not silver. He, he gets So this gives him more anger towards his sister for some reason. I'm like, yeah. Anyhow, we see the dog has stolen his steak. Yeah, I would have. In a typical dog fashion. Yep. I'm surprised that dog isn't running down the street now with a string of sausages <laughs> that it got from a butcher. Yep. No, that's how, That's the next scene. Yeah, my that was a cut uh, scene. Dude, a dog running down the street with a string of sausages is one of my most favorite things in the world. <laughs> it's that. And my second favorite thing in the world is when a cat gets stuck to someone's face in a film. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> um, so, you know, Zipper's like, he's hiding under the table and he's like chewing on the steak. And Jimmy's like, oh, you naughty dog. Like, nah, give, me, give, me, give me my steak back And he's now. just like, Grabbing the dog's tail and he's like, come here, come here. And I was like, part of me was expecting him to do like a grab the dog by the tail and like swing him around the room and stuff. Do like, like an idle hand of the cat? Very much so. That doesn't happen, of course. Um, so what happens is uh, so Zipper... Zipper transforms into CG super dog. Yeah, he's he's a were dog now. See, I didn't know this whole thing. He has just gone full CG, the dog now. It looks yeah. kind of shit. And I didn't know at any point... Um, like, was the dog just angry and they're using CG or did he look different? Like, I couldn't tell because it's just a bad effect. I I just thought, oh, my, is it just that they'll CG the dog and they haven't got it to look right? No, the dog is a werewolf. Yeah, but at this point I didn't know that. Yeah. I was just like, I think it's just a bad CG and they have to try to make him look angry because the dog, you know what I mean? It like, looks I like Scrappy-Doo. Yeah, I, I. But like Scrappy Doo when he takes the serum and he's all like, I'm a Scrappy Doo, I'm going to fight you. Puppy power. That's right. That's right. Um, so they the- start, they actually do start fighting. And um, Bo knocks on the door and they both run out together. Um, they get in the car and just as they sh- yeah, wait, shut. Kind of, Bo knocks on the door, he yeah. runs out and he's like, What's wrong with your dog? And yeah. He's like, we got to get out of here. And he's kind of locked the dog in the house. But then they, yeah, they, they all of a sudden they've become this werewolf fighting trio. They run to Bo's car together and they get in and now they're a team. Yeah. And now Bo is a main character. Yeah, and he's a good guy. I reckon Bo should have been the main character of this film, that actor. It would have been heaps more interesting. And he was a good actor. He, I love him. He's you know, the best of the Gilmore Girl boyfriends. I, how many Gilmore Girls are there? Well, there's two. That's not enough for be, like, to say girls. There should have been at least three. It's a show. Well, there's the mother. And a daughter. And she, Well, there's a mother, the grandmother. And the daughter. That's three. That's three Gilmore. That's still plural. It works. Anyway, Zipper goes chasing after them, barrels right into the car and like dents the car, the side of the car in real, real well. And they drive off. Um, so he's like, what's wrong with your dog? And he goes, oh, he's a were dog because he, because he bit my finger earlier on in the film. And yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. So that means that guy at their work is... <laughs> He's... Oh, fuck. I didn't even pick... And I feel so bad for not sequel. picking up that. Maybe that was setting up for the sequel that never happened. The werewolf talk I mean, show? Has it I been, would also watch that. Well, for this film took seven years. I had to probably wait 14 years for the next film. Which mm. Has it been 14 years yet? Well, the Weinstein Company aren't really... Well, the Weinsteins don't have a lot to say. 
at the moment anyway, so that's fine. I like that, uh, like how matter of fact, like Jimmy's just talking to Bo about this. Yeah. Like, he's a were dog now, and I'm a werewolf. And Bo, I don't know, did Bo believe him? I think he's just. He's just coming along for the dick. He's, yeah. He's, he's like, like, well, there that, could be some dick that in that Eisenberg fucking... Yuck. Need, need, um, need a bit. So they're, they're barreling through. They're driving through Laurel Canyon because it's always Laurel Canyon when you're in Hollywood. The phones it, don't um, work. Mulholland Drive? Oh, sorry. Yes, Mulholland Drive. It is Mulholland Drive. I apologize. Um, yeah, the phones aren't working. But he's like, oh, look, we've got to go. I can't get through to my sister. We've got to go to Tinsel. It's the grand opening tonight. She's going to be there. Let's go. So they like, poof, Tokyo Drift. They're going back towards Tinsel. Um, so as Ellie's leaving, um, she sees a news report on the TV because we're in this hugely well, dark she's at work office. Now. Yeah, she's she's at-, she's at work. Everything's shut off except for this one TV that's one- playing the news in the background. Yeah, um, the exact thing she needs to see. Every time she just watches TV, it's the exact thing she yeah. needs to see to forward the storyline. Um, so there is a report, Jenny and Becky, both of the girls that we saw at the beginning of the film, they are both dead. Um, and that's the end of that. She and they leaves. were both with her boyfriend mm. at some stage or some shit. Were they both or one? Well. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Who cares? Nobody cares. Um, so Jake approaches her as she tries to get into her car and she he's like, once again, we need to talk. She's like, mm, nah, fam, don't really want to talk to you. Closes the door and he smacks his hand on the window. He's like, please stop. And you see what is on his hand? The mark of the fucking beast. Pentagram. And it's how he did, and he had drawn a stuff. He had drawn the lines between it and the circle himself. And you see he tried to wash it yeah. off. And I'm like. He's like, this ain't kill. Oh, God. I wound up use a permanent texture. Uh, then he smashes the window open, um, basically reaches over her, turns off the car, grabs the keys, and he's like, get out of the car. So they've already done their, like, their reveal. And I was like, ugh. How boring. Yeah. So he starts his werewolf talk now. So he talks about how he was born with this, like he was never bitten. This was just something that he was born with. Does that mean his mum may have been a werewolf? Quite possibly. It's usually on the mother's side, I suspect. I don't know. I know nothing about werewolves. Um, Don't you know about werewolf gynecology? I don't. Well, fuck, I I thought you were an expert. I have wasted a lot of my life. Um, so yeah, he's, he's talking about, he's like, I, I know that there is something happening with you. I know how to control this. Like I, I'm a fully functional. I can teach you to yeah. control it. I'm this a fully kind of... functional werewolf, like yeah. an alcoholic. Exactly. And she's, she's just like, look, I'll talk to you. Um, it's like, you got to give me back my keys. And he's like, okay, like we'll continue this conversation. Grabs the keys. Um, uh, he keeps banging on something more about this werewolf business. And then she stabs him. She stabs him with a... I thought it was a bit out of place. Mm. Like, he's, he's trying to just say, like, I know what's wrong with you. I can help you. And she's just like, I'm going to stab you. Yeah. Well, I mean, if she you're a boyfriend... And also, if you're seeing this guy for a few months and you've not noticed that he's got a pentagram partially drawn in his hand, you probably should pay a little bit more not, attention. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, there's just this moment of... She clearly doesn't so trust she, him So she gets upset and she's like, i got to go help Jimmy. So she drives home to Jimmy. Meanwhile, Jimmy and Bo are now driving to the party of the opening of, was it a restaurant? No, what was it? Nightclub or something. The nightclub from the, like, of, of yeah. Jake's nightclub opening called Tinsel. Yeah. Which is, it's a horror themed nightclub called Tinsel. Does that make sense? Tinsel Town? I don't know. Um, doesn't matter. So they've gone in opposite directions. Yep. 
Um, Bo and Jimmy sneak into this club with such ease as well. Like they just basically like, oh hey, walk in. It was just that simple. It is because though that they, the the people who are working there know that he is the brother of the guy who runs the club. Mm. It's girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Jimmy calls up Ellie and he's like, please don't go home. Don't go home. Like Jake is a werewolf. Um. You got to go find this guy. So. Now what? she's she, um, Jimmy has to go find Rosenbaum, so it's the Ellie's boss. Why did he have to find him? Because that's he's going to keep him safe. I don't know. Oh yeah, she says find my boss. Yep. in this crowd, he'll keep you safe. Yeah, and then she and also. She goes, I'm on my way to the party. Yeah, and Stay then she Tokyo fucking drifts it in the other direction and starts <laughs> like rolling down. It's because it's the family. <laughs> it's all yep. about family. It's the family. Her. Um, so Jake approaches Jimmy. Yeah, and- Jimmy runs straight into Jake, basically. Yep. And as that happens, uh, Judy Greer intervenes with Scott Bayo, and Bo and Jimmy take oh, that she opportunity. she also, at this point, before when she was talking to Jimmy on the phone, she tells him that she believes him that- yep. about the werewolf. Did you mention that? Yeah. I didn't mention yeah, that. That yeah, that she now knows and that Jake is the main werewolf that they have to kill mm. before they become, and if they kill him, the main werewolf, everyone who is a werewolf... Will cease to be will not be a werewolf. Yep. Sure, why not? It works with like you know, it works with the, the common cold. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, uh, Bo and Jimmy run off. Uh, Ellie rocks up and she finds the boss boss man, and then bails to find Jimmy in the hall of mirrors. But isn't this is this the boss man bit where we're led to believe for one second? No, that's a little oh, bit yeah. later. Yeah, so because yeah, yeah, there's that other th- yeah. Um, so, so Bo and Jimmy are in the Hall of Mirrors. They're There's a lost. Hall of Mirrors in this nightclub, which is the worst idea to have in a nightclub. Imagine having a mirror maze in a nightclub. Oh, my God. Drunk people and fucking people in there. And there'd just be vomit everywhere. Yeah, because no. you couldn't get out. Mm-mm. No. Uh, worst idea. Yeah. So, uh, once again, um, they're, they're all now in the Hall of Mirrors. Jake goes Jake's into the Hall in of Mirrors. There. And he's again. He's he's having his werewolf talk, and he's like, you know, I, we could you be can together control a- it. You know, there's another way. Um, there's another werewolf here, and it's looking for me, and I don't yes, know so why. And I love you. How, this is the first mention ever that there possibly could just be another yeah, werewolf, and it's just in passing conversation. You could yeah. have missed it. Yeah, at like, any it's point. Like, there's someone else, and I went, and this is the point where, oh my god, it's the publicist. <laughs> But no, they try and steer you away. Yep. Um, At first, I thought it could be the boss. Yes. But I thought that he didn't have enough at this he point. He didn't. He wasn't having enough screen time. And if it was him, that'd have been even worse. I mean, there's something like you know the films that they have like the big reveal of who it is is someone who hasn't been in the film. That's yeah. the worst. Yeah. They did that in one of the screams. It's like I. It's me. You know, your brother. I'm or, your half-brother on your mother's uncle's brother's And I haven't been side. in the film till now. <laughs> no. So you can't guess who it is because they're not in the film? Exactly. Anyhow. Um, so as he's saying that there is a second werewolf and that he loves Ellie, a fucking wolf breaks through the glass, uh, shattering glass and chasing after Ellie. Um, she somehow climbs through the wall and is sort of between the wall and the glass mirrors and the werewolf starts punching through walls. At one point, it actually punches through uh, the wall and it hits a, an electric-, a electric main. And electric- yeah, because she sort of like, she hides in like the wall cavity. Yeah. 
and she's going through, and yeah, yeah, he punches, yeah, the electric box, and, goes, just just and it's just like, well, that didn't do anything. Yeah, and then he immediately turns and uh, directs its attention to Bo and Jimmy. Which are still in the mirror maze. Yeah. Um, so Bo and Jimmy go running off together, and then they're like, okay, you know what the be- best idea would be? Let's split up. And they just run off in opposite directions. And the in wolf, a mirror maze. The wolf immediately attacks Bo. And kind of just like hits him, punches him, or backhands him out of shot. Yeah. And that's the end. That's and you're it. like, I'm like, for this movie, this could be an off-screen death. Who knows? We don't know. But in this film, like the fact that he's got claws and everything, the fact that if he hits anyone, they must turn into a werewolf. So everyone in this film, because like, of how small the other werewolf shit like is happening. Yeah. Like, so, so Ellie runs back out into the party, and as she approaches a police officer to be like, "Look, this is happening. Like, you got to get people out of the uh, wall of mirrors." Um. The wolf bursts through the wall. Yeah, yeah there's a werewolf. He goes, werewolf? Yeah. Where? And it's like... It's supposed, it starts throwing people around. Now, the werewolf, we should mention how different it looks throughout this film. Yes. So oh, at this point God. now, it is just a man or a person dressed in what could be a converted bear costume. Yeah. It's a big... It's got big fat arms. And I'm like, that's not what it looked like. No. It had yeah. like elongated thin legs at the start and it was really tall and that... And this is just a fucking big bear. And it looks like... And there's like... I don't think there's any CG in this last bit, is it? It's just a person running around in a costume. Yeah, literally someone in a costume. Yeah. That, that is all it is. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. It goes from like terrible CG to a bear costume. So it's it's uh, chasing people around. It's throwing people everywhere. It's yeah, not it's actually a- nomming on any anyone. It's just like... Throwing people. <laughs> it's like a wrestle bear. Um, yeah, it's just like grabbing people and throwing them. Or if it bites anyone or scratches anyone, they're going to turn into a werewolf. So, yeah. There's no way that... And everyone bails. Yeah. The whole nightclub goes into tizzy and the, everyone runs out, apart from the main characters. Mm-hmm. Ellie's on the outside and she's just like, oh, you know what? I'm going to finish this. And she turns around and she kind of Indiana Jones under the closing... Yeah, because the, the security the, shutters are yeah. going down. So now she's in there with... So, everyone, so all that's in there that we know at this point, it was uh, everyone goes out apart from Ellie, Jimmy, Jake, Bo's wounded. And that's all we know at the moment. Yeah. But yeah. then Ellie's, all of a sudden, Ellie's boss rocks up out of nowhere. And we are instantly told to believe, aha. Yeah, because he's just what's like. What's he doing in there? Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, what's happening? He's He's playing like fast and loose, like. Well, you've literally been here the whole time. You should fucking know what's happening. Like, what are you what are you saying to me? What's yeah. going on? She's just like, he says show that- me your hand. Show me your hands. She's looking for the mark of the beast. And, and he nope. holds up the other hand. Yeah. And instead, and we're like, oh, no, it was the boss all along. But then all of a sudden, I think Ellie like, turns around and then we see him in the background and his head gets grabbed by... The werewolf, and he gets pulled up into the ceiling. It's like a silent moment as well, which was kind of cool. Yep, I really like that. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. And, um, then, and then and then Jimmy rocks up. Yes. And he's like, "What the fuck's going on? I'm Jimmy. Oh god. Jimmy Neutron." <laughs> and um and then all of a sudden the boss falls down in front of them, and he's got some blood on him. And That's... I'm like, and at this point I realize there's no gore in this film. No. There's a little bit of blood, but like... <laughs> Not enough blood. Well, that's the thing, because then I was... There are more gay insults than there are gore. This is true. So I was watching an interview um, as well, a few interviews regarding this, because it's very hard to find. And they were talking about, like, for a Wes Craven film, this has a very minimal... Like, any other Wes Craven film, it would be like, oh, yeah, 
Yet yeah, you get you get beaten blood. and blood would spill yeah. out of necks and shit. It's like, oh, someone has a paper cut. We're going to need three buckets, people. Yeah. Whereas they're like, you have a blood budget and it's literally here is your bucket and that's all you have to work with for the whole it's film. Just, it's just a Ziploc sandwich bag of blood <laughs> that they got given. Use it sparingly. Which is basically how much blood there was in this film. There's nothing. Pretty much. It's disappointing. Um, the boss falls down, all dead in front of them, and they're like, oh, no, the boss. And you're like, oh, well, now it's not him. Well, how many more characters are there in exactly. the... Exactly. Anyway. So they run off into one of the, the wax work hallways. It's like the Hall of Divas. Um, so got you've, Cher. you've got your Cher, you've got your Olivia Newton-Johns, like the Supremes and stuff. These don't look like wax dummies, though. They look really bad. They look like mannequins with wigs. Yeah. And like Jimmy jumps up on the stage and at one point he's like, hang on. And he looks around and he's like, wasn't there three? Three Divas. Up? Three Divas. And as he says that... From out of the curtain comes blowing Judy Greer. Um, she's the motherfucking wolf. Well, she she in clothes at this point. She was in clothes. Yeah, she's she's wearing this like really nice, cool. She kind of looked like a supervillain at this point, which I was okay with. So Judy Greer, the publicist, is now the werewolf. Cut back to me. I guessed it exactly yeah. because I thought of the dumbest thing it could possibly Very be. Very much. Not so. to mention, was she even in the scene before? Like in the, at the party? No. She was there for a few moments and then she kind of disappears. Which also leads me to believe that she knows how to control. So the whole the point north. of this film is just a girl who's jealous. It does, she doesn't get to fuck somebody. So she starts killing everyone. Well, she, she goes on to explain um, that Jake had infected her. So they had one sexy night together and now she's a wolf. So being a werewolf is an STD as well. Yeah, pretty so much. Any, as I said, any like... You know, contact with a werewolf in this film, it seems to be you turn into a werewolf. Pretty much. So that means there must have been a couple of werewolves turned in that scene where it goes rampaging through and killing people. Yeah, probably. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, they, you know, that's that's a thing now. She's, she's basically, yeah, she's a jealous woman. She's out for revenge because, you know, he didn't want her. He turned his attention straight to Ellie. Hmm. So that's fine. Um, so her and Ellie just start fighting. Yeah. You know, Jimmy, at some point, he goes to pick up a sword and attack. but Pushes he Ellie into a chair. Fucks that up as well. Like, yeah. it's just bullshit. Um, he tries to impale her with a sword, but she just kicks him. So now it's just her. Why, why isn't she... At this point, I said, why isn't she a wolf? Yeah, no, that's the thing. Why, like, why, why would she She even... would not be able to control this. Like, she's... What, okay, a couple of months of being a wolf? It said, no, but she says, I, at heart, first it was hard, but now I can do it when I want. Or No, no, she didn't say that. It doesn't matter. Mm. Anyhow, uh, she's now just a, a lady, a blonde lady fighting a black-haired lady. Um, <laughs> yeah. At one point, Ellie just grabs some some pepper spray from her from the cops. Oh, he also corpse. hits her with a brick. Yeah, yeah. She grabs out this pepper spray and like sp- starts spraying her in the face, and they run off. Um. So as they run out, Jimmy and Ellie run out. Jake runs in and notices that it's Judy Greer, and she's he's like, "What you? How?" And she's like, "He oh, didn't know. No, he has super sniffing. He would have been able to tell instantly right? who the other werewolf is." To be fair, it's they a- all would have. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and I guess I can't believe it's you. And he's I- like, "Well, there's no such thing as safe safe sex with a werewolf." Oh God. Okay. Yep. 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 Cool. Momentum. We keep keep going, guys. Um, she's she's literally having fun though. She's. But he's like, I can help you control it. Yeah. He's trying. To, he's giving her the same spill. Um, she kicks him away. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like you now. Oh, wait up. No. Because she's just like, like I will literally kill every woman in Hollywood until you have one choice, me. Yeah. And he's just like, mm, 
No. And now we get the full transformation shot now of the publicist turning into a werewolf again. And it's a CG mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're seeing, like, all, you know, the legs, like, bits changing, the face elongating. At one stage it looks terrible. The face looks like it's made of plastic. Like, it does. And then if you really think about, like, um, Rick Baker doing American Werewolf in London. Yeah. How fucking sick was that transformation? And that was all practical effect. Yeah, this is all CG. This is all bullshit. Yeah, watch, it's a cutscene of a, a ninety of a of a PS3 game. Ugh. It's no. gross. Uh, and at the cops rock up outside. Yeah, the cops are here. Everyone's everyone's fine. Cops will know what to do. Shoot first, ask questions later. And it, we, that's just to show that the the cops are outside. Yeah. Everyone's locked in. Um, so Jimmy and Ellie are hiding in the bushes in the Wolfman exhibit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Werewolf Greer finds them and she starts, she's once again just starts throwing she's shit throwing around. She starts throwing them around instead of killing Because now she's a werewolf. Yeah. A full-fledged werewolf. She could just grab them and pull them in half. Exactly. She could just bite them at any point. But she keeps grabbing them and throwing them across the room like mm-hmm. a wrestler. Um, as, yeah, I'm like... <sighs> it no, it's silly. Um, she throw at one point. She does grab Ellie. She throws her into the cabinet, which was uh, showing off the scepter that they had made. Oh dear, the silver scepter. Um, Jimmy somehow finds a flaming torch in the Frankenstein exhibit, and he comes running. Because all the weapons are real, they yeah. would be in a nightclub where you're giving people alcohol. But he also has no idea how to use it because he is a piece of shit human being. And, well, you know, the werewolf is quite scared of this fire for some reason. It's like, <gasps> we don't want to singe the fur. It's true. It's true. It would smell terrible. Um, Yuck. Yeah. Um, Ellie tries to hit her with the scepter, but immediately bites it, the into The werewolf it. kung fu's her away. Yeah. Breaks it in half. And then Ellie somehow comes back and sh- tries to shove the silver down her throat. As she's doing this, she's like yeah, so Ellie, Ellie picks up the, the scepter. Silver beer. She's burning it. Yeah. The wolf yells at her and she shoves it into its mouth. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So it goes fucking off and then the cops come in. And then, you know, she's like, oh, you know, there's there's a werewolf in here. Like, you got to be careful. And they're like, oh, werewolf. Sure. That's going to be a thing. And as they're ragging on her, bam, in breaks through the window. Because um, I think at this point as well, like uh, Christina well, it reached jumped it, up into the rafters. Yeah, it's it in ran, the rafters. Right, once it got burnt, it like it, it it recoiled and jumped up into the rafters. But she's there saying, "Oh yeah, there's a werewolf in here. It's this person, and she's just like a stank ass bitch, and she's got a fat ass, and she's this, and yeah, she, she starts, starts ragging. Ra- she starts ragging on the publicist's looks. Yeah, and then at <laughs> knowing it'll bring her out. Like. Exactly. She comes crashing through the window and just immediately like flips them off. Yeah, that was funny. So, I like that. That was the, like the, the werewolf, funniest bit in the film. The werewolf smashes through the window, revealing herself to the police and everyone. They all look at her, and the werewolf just goes. Gives a finger. <laughs> and yep. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, the cops like basically unload many rounds into her body, and she falls to the ground. Yeah. Uh, we all know, know, but in LA, I heard cops carry silver bullets. Mm, they do. Why not? Um, and then you know you kind of go in for that one last scare kind of thing. The final scare. Like, yeah, they were saying, oh, you've got to because again. In amongst Jimmy's many rants about this, he's like, you got to separate the, the head from the brain from the heart. And I think... It, Is that really a... Because I saw that in the Monster Squad. They blew him up and he came back together. He did. Um, 
the cop basically just shoots. Yeah, the werewolf like does the last gear, like goes, ah, and he just shoots it in the head, and it, and then and the brain splatters everywhere. Yeah, and Jimmy's is like, he's I kinda... guess I guess that's separating it. Yeah, he's pretty happy with that. That's fine. And I'm like, what? So all you had to do was shoot it in the head like a human. Yeah. Okay. Um. So like, well, now that that's sorted out, we're uh, just gonna go off and find Bo. Make sure he's okay. Yeah, and he's fine. And also, Jake's missing. Oh, you can't find Jake. Jake, where are you? Oh, who cares? <laughs> At this point, I was over it, and there was still so much more to go. I know. Uh, the paramedics come in, and they, they're like, okay, like you you guys are going to need like a trolley for this one. Like This is a fucking ton. Like It's huge, and it's not. It's just a very naked Judy Greer laying on the floor. And I'd be like, whoa. And what? they're like, you shot a naked lady in the head? So like... To them, like that cop will just be done for murder. Yeah, now it's a cover-up. Oh, dear. They'll plant some stuff on her and it'll be fine. Um, so now we're back at home. They just drive home. Apparently, the cops don't want to talk to them. No. There's people we murdered, shot in the head. The place is probably on fire. Everything's been destroyed. People are dead. Just go home. It's fine. Just, well, we know where to find you. And they, you know, they try... This is Hollywood, though. This yeah. is probably like, run of the mill. And, you know, they're, they're, they're now together. They're trying to make sense of their newfound safety. Uh, they're no longer werewolves in their mind. Like, this everything. Yeah, because is... she was the main werewolf. Yeah. So. Um, but, of course, as they j- open the door, like, everything has been torn apart. Like, where Zipper has been in the house and it's just, like, Oh, yeah, the dog. The dog fucked everything up. So, they're like, we're alive and our house is dirty. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, there's no lights on, all the electricity's like, out. go down in the basement, fix the fuse. He's like, okay. Yep. So, you know, Ellie, Ellie's sort of... She starts to clean up the house? Yeah, she starts picking up stuff on the floor, but unfortunately, something happens. She gets a little, little twinge, little twinge. We see veins come into her neck. Like, it's also happening downstairs as well to, um... Yeah. What's his name? Jimmy. Jimmy. So they're both like, oh, no. Oh, no. We didn't do it. Ellie picks up that same fucking weird cape splayed. Yep. And she's like, shh, it burns. It burns. And she's like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the publicist the- wasn't the werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the main one. The lights go out. The front door swings open and Jake has arrived. Yay. Yep. And he's all right. Was he nice again at this stage? He, yeah, he is being very nice. He, you know, he's come back for her. And meanwhile, she's having some pains. Jimmy's downstairs. He's definitely having some pains. They're the little yeah, transformations. They're, yeah, they're like killed over. They're going, this is their first transformation. Yeah. And he's like, dude. And Jake's like, calm down. It'll be fucking fine. I'm he's like, here. He's like, it comes and goes, but I can help you through this. This is okay. This is what you want. You know, He's all smug. It's, it's fine. You know, we can, we can do we can, this. I love you. We're going to be together. He instantly snaps from like being nice yeah. to like being like, now I hate you. Now we have it's to kill each other. quick. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's like, yeah. So the, well, the only way you can break the curse is to kill Jake, and that's the thing. Like, she's basically like, like I don't want to be with you. You are insane. This is not happening. But at no point did he ever be insane, because if she was a werewolf the whole time, he wasn't killing anyone. No, no, it was and all like, her. Like, so he's not actually a bad dude. I mean, he might be a werewolf, but that's just like it happened to him. I mean, he seems like a bit of a dick. Like, Does just he? how he is with women. I I mean, I was a bit like that when I was younger. Yeah, well, you know. And, like, he, you know. So, technically, he's not a bad guy, but he is a bad guy? 
Well, he's not a bad guy. I, I didn't think that much. I didn't think they made him into a big enough bad guy. Because up until this point, if you think about it, he hasn't done anything. No, he he's really just been hasn't. a bit of a dip, but they're just going through a relationship like yeah. like a rocky stage in it and stuff. But like she, like you have to forgive people for their past if you're going to be with them and yeah. stuff. Like that. And she just can't. Like, oh, you had sex with women. Mm. I'm like, that's his crime in this film. You had sex with women and never called them back. Repetitively. Yeah, and uh, you didn't kill them like the other person that's did. Fair. Like, but that's he's getting fair. blamed as if he did all the stuff in the film. Of course. Um, there's no. Re- yeah, I, I don't know. It just seemed weird. Like, and I'm not saying that womanizers is a good thing. I'm just no. saying in this film, it just doesn't seem like he had done anything. His and he biggest didn't... crime has been acting like a dude. Acting like a a, du- a bit of a douchebag. Yeah. But also, like, he just kept. And at this point, she should be like, oh, shit, I'm a werewolf now. I don't really want to kill my boyfriend for doing nothing. He knows how it, it works out. Maybe I should listen to him. And, it, you know, and if I, he, I do like him because I said I liked him mm-hmm. in the film many a time and I really love him. Why don't I try and work it out? Like, try and get a hold of all this. I mean, if he seems to be a werewolf and he's fine. Mm-hmm. Why can't I be a werewolf and be fine? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It just seemed weird. Her reactions were all like... It had to be a final fight, so we have to kill each other. I think once he starts talking about killing Jimmy, because yeah, he yeah, starts talking and that about... was wh- yeah, but that yeah. was the thing where they just went. Now we have to give him something out of the blue. He just goes, "I have to kill Jimmy." I'm like, yeah, why? 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 There's no rules. Jimmy's a whingy bitch, but yeah. So I mean, yeah. At this point, like he goes, he like his face transforms a little bit as well. Like he's trying to just sort of show that he's got a yeah. Hold well, on Ellie it. tries to stab him with the old cake server again. Yeah. So he goes to the best weapon we know. It's the only weapon. So he's opened the door to go down and sort Jimmy out, and she yeah, she basically just like stabs him. Yeah, stabs him with the serving spoon like right through his chest. And he kind of throws her against the wall and he starts to, like, transform. And he's like, oh, my God, because his chest is all burning. And he's like, werewolf power, werewolf power. Um, And then this is just where it just sort of starts to really. Jake throws her across the room. Yeah. I feel like she instigated this fight. And if it hadn't said that one line about Jimmy, it would have been, like, weird. Like Yeah. So. And then Jimmy comes in. Yeah. So he's. Laying on the floor, he's he keeps saying such nasty shit to her as well. Like he's being really he, mean. He just turns now about like you fucking you you fucking dead. He starts wailing on about the dead parents. Yeah, he's just trying to hurt her feelings. Pretty much, Aww. she's having none of it because her fingers start to elongate and she stabs him in the chest. He's getting some werewolf powers. Why not? Um, Jimmy's he's rushed upstairs. He's got a shovel and he um he like smashes Jake in the face with the shovel. Jake starts to transform a little bit again and. You know, Jimmy... Jimmy goes to go for the the kill shot, but yeah. his hands start to transform, which makes him drop he the shovel. Drops it, so he He's goes like, running ow, off. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> My fingies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his feet as well start to change, and basically all they do is give him, like... He, so claws burst out of his sh- shoes. His hands transform, which gives him the opportunity to be able to climb up walls now like Spider-Man. Yeah, so he's Spider-Man across the roof. Yeah, on the ceiling, which kind of got, this looked okay. It did, I thought yeah. it looked okay. So he's like, yeah, oh, he's jumped up onto the ceiling. This is Jimmy. Yeah. And he's crawling around like Spider-Man because oh, Jake gets angry. He wakes up and he's after him. He's like, I'm going to get you. Um, and he starts running on the ceiling and then, yeah, and then he just well, kind of runs away. That's it. Yeah, he runs off and then, and then Ellie, and Ellie Jake start jumps wrestling. on Jake and they start tussling. 
And then Jimmy jumps, he sort of like ducks back into the house, jumps on Jake and bites his neck. And that's where Ellie, oh, sorry, this is where Ellie stabs him. She's made him into a double werewolf. Yeah, he's twice the werewolf. Um, this, yeah, this sorry, this is where she stabs him in the chest with the, the silver serpent. And he starts strangling her? Yeah. Yeah. And he gets shoveled in the face again, and then they basically start stabbing him in the neck. No, no, we, so no, no, we, we, we missed a bit. We missed so a bit. So then, like, so basically, um, he, she stabs Jake in the in the tummy, and it's hurting yes. him. And then he rolls on top of her and starts strangling her. Yeah. And then Jimmy comes back on the ceiling and Spider Man again, <laughs> um, and he jumps down. Onto Jake from the ceiling and wrestles him off, and then Ellie sits up, stabs Jake with the silverware again or better. Yep. And then he's writhing around on the ground in pain, going, "How could you do this to me? I'm a werewolf, and my only weakness is silver, is, is cake platters." <laughs> um, and then uh, yeah, Ellie grabs a shovel and like basically chops off his head, like yeah, yeah, with a couple of shots. So it's we don't see it. No, it's all from like his kind of point of. POV. So we see her smash into the like downwards, and then we see her smash, and then we get one shot, which is the only violent shot in the film, and it's just a static shot of his body lying there with his head next to it. And I'm like, <sighs> okay. Uh, and then and like, he bursts into it's flames. Over. Yeah, he bursts into flames. Conveniently bursts into flames. He just yeah. bursts. Well, now there's no no trace of a body. Exactly. He's. That's what I mean. Conveniently bursts into flames, um, and it shows him burning down to nothing. There is no blame. Yay, it's over. Yes. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the sexy girl from school rocks up. Uh-huh. Yep. She rocks <laughs> into like the stupidest thing. She she comes walking in with zipper. She's like, I found your dog. Bo. And yeah, and Bo. And they're like, and I was like, this is fucking stupid. Oh She's like, I God. found your dog. Yep. And then and like, him and him and Jimmy and Bo share like a bro hug, and then Jimmy kisses Brooke. And Bo kind of looks awkward as hell. Yeah, they start pashing. About it. E- an elongated pash and just in front of her ex-boyfriend? Yeah. And I mean, and then they decide to walk off together? Yeah, and then they all like... And Jimmy's like, hey, Jimmy, Bo, Bo and the girl walk down the street for what we can only consider to be a threesome. Yeah. Like, hand in hand, I like, just... and I'm like, okay, so they're off for a threesome. Why not? And then... I mean, if you're going to have one, you have the other. You have it all once you're a werewolf. <laughs> An anti-ex-werewolf. That's right. Um, Ellie's like, nah, it's fine. I'll stay here and clean up, guys. Don't worry. And yeah. then she kind of just looks up at the moon and end. And nods with the... At first, she nods with approval that he's going off with a guy and a girl. I don't know if it was supposed to imply a threesome. I don't think it was. Um. Yeah. Ellie goes inside to clean. The end. And so the film ends with the, the main girl cleaning a house. The oh, end. Dan, what are your final thoughts? This movie sucked. That's what <laughs> I've written. Um, it seemed like, I didn't know any of those tidbits about it, but I've written here, it seemed like Wes Crane was trying to recreate Scream with werewolves but missed the mark entirely. Yeah. Like, it had like, at no point did I feel like, in like when I watched Scream the first time, I was like, oh my God, I'm so invested. I want to work out who's doing this. Mm. Who is it? Oh, and when the reveal is like, I'm not that clever. I didn't pick that, but I picked it from like the very start of the film. Yeah. And um, the gay bashing bits, nah. No, not a fan of that. Like, come on, guys. I like. I know it was again. It's the. It was a different time. But even then, even in two thousand five, I think that was. I actually think they retconned it later on to, to, uh, to make him a gay character because they realized how much 
stuff they'd filmed earlier. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, yeah, yeah. The acting was atrocious, especially from Jake. Yeah. Pacey's acting was so bad. Um, but has his acting ever actually been good? I mean, I aside from never, the, the never, Mighty Ducks? I've never watched Dawson's Creek and can't even remember in the Mighty Ducks. There was no gore in this film. No. Therefore, I'm like, is it really a horror film or is it just a waste of time? Yeah, I believe it was a waste Which, of seven years. What did you think? <sighs> All these things? You just, I mean, once you just hate ag- Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, once again, I come back to my hatred for, for Jesse Eisenberg. I, I could have done a full spiel on that for the whole entirety of the film. I kind of, like, I nothing this film. Like, I know that what has happened to it, like, the whole process of them going through this was just a nightmare. And I even think at one point part of the set or part of something burnt down, so they had to go back and do other stuff. <laughs> but I feel that I want to see the film that they had come up with originally. Or read the script at least. Um, everyone said the script was really good. And I'm yeah. Like, mm. But, I mean, like I've, I'm generally not a fan of werewolf films and never a film that I go to, ever. Yeah, I don't, so like, this I is, don't like werewolves. Um, They're too inconsistent and they never make sense. Yeah. And it's just like... What? I, I think we're now at a point, unfortunately, where monster films aren't really... You can't really sell a monster film to people. No, it they can't tried. Be, it can't be a, a wolf. With it that, can't be... Remember that mummy one that they did? <gasps> no. With, um, and yep. then... Didn't they, they did one recently. It was really good, didn't they? The, I watched a werewolf film, but it kind of wasn't a werewolf film called Hunter Hunter, um, starring Devon Sawyer, which was really good. Isn't it an anime about a little gone that goes... No, that's and, Hunter x Hunter? No, the X's aren't counted in that. Oh, it's, really? It's just called Hunter Hunter. Fucking hell. It, that's like Spy Family. It's not... Uh, that. Spy X Family. It's yeah, Spy it's Family. Yeah, it's Spy Family. Well, stop putting X's in it, guys. That's just how they do it <sighs> in Japan. It's like instead of a space, sure. we put an X because X's don't exist. <laughs> Um, yeah, like this is not something that I will probably come back at any point and revisit ever. Oh, no. Nah. Well, would you? No. What did you give it? Um, I gave it a W, whatever. It's like, it's it's nothing. It, it shouldn't have even been watched. I got nothing out of it. It's just a... Yeah. What'd you do? Um, look, I've given it a W and a K, but I feel that the McConaughey is making an entrance there as well. See... But it's not low budget, which is the K. No, that's the thing. It's you, not. It, you just use the hot mess. It part is of a it. hot mess. It is a hot mess of a film. It is like Craven. We know he's fantastic, and credit where credit is due, he's great at what he does. But this is a very fine example of what happens when companies get involved and they shouldn't. It's true. So yeah. All right. Next week is it my shot. It is. What are we watching? We are gonna watch the is it Peter Jackson. Yes. Peter Jackson classic, Bad Taste. The New Zealand film. You haven't seen this, Jen. I haven't. This film is terrible. I great. I love it. Yeah. yeah, Are we talking curse level terrible or are we talking like next level? We're talking like on the level of, (sighs) imagine a really, really, really low budget black sheep. Oh, I love black sheep. This is lowest budget in the world. It's like, I didn't even know if they had a. There a, was no budget. budget. He got his pocket money that week, and that was what it was. Um, but yeah, I I haven't seen this in years. I probably haven't seen this in twenty years. Yeah. Um, I remember a couple of scenes. I remember it being hard to sit through. Yep. So okay. But there are some classic scenes in it. Maybe. <laughs> I remember it like, didn't make any sense to me. It's just a, an excuse that they wanted to make. I think a zombie film. Yep. Um. Yep. But uh, yeah. That's anyway, fine. Bad taste. Excellent. Awesome. 
Cool. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We are available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTube. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment or a review, and share with all your friends. We also have an Instagram at Terrorvision Pod, which will keep you up to date with upcoming episodes, trivia, and of course, memes that are definitely three years old by now. We also have an email, terrorvisionpod at gmail.com. Let us know what you want us to watch, discuss, etc. Our opening and closing music is Voids Well by Sister Wife. And remember, until next week, may all your dreams be nightmares. Oh, what a world.